Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Reed podcast. But really, it's not just another episode. This is a special episode. It's the 35th episode of the Christian Reed podcast. And it's also finally the opportunity that I've had been trying to get for ages to get my friend Childish Jacko on the podcast. Now, um, you, you may not know this, actually, but before, before I introduce you, I've been trying to get you on here for a long time. You've been very busy. There's various reasons for that, which we'll get into. But um, before I did this podcast, obviously, some people who listen to the podcast or just follow my YouTube may know that we did, or I was part of a podcast called the TCJ podcast beforehand, which I did with Childish Jacko and my other friend, uh, Aaron Wise, otherwise known as Trial by Fire. Now, we did that for a couple of episodes. It went down well. We had good chemistry and stuff. But we were friends actually before that. But we've all been sort of online friends. So we've all basically got this history together. Me and Childish Jacko have collabed quite a lot before we even did yeah. podcasting. So there's a yeah. lot of stuff there. But this is actually the first time that I've ever kind of properly, I suppose, interviewed like one of my friends. So this is going to be kind of interesting now. <laughs> and because it's kind of like formal, but not formal, if you know what I mean. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But let's introduce you. So basically, you're a YouTuber. Um, but more importantly, you're like a, a sneaker enthusiast or a sneakerhead. There's different ways you can call this. But um, it's a big part of who you are. And yeah, basically, before anything else, welcome to the show. How you doing? Thank let's, you for having me. That's great. Yeah, it, no, it's it's, it's weird like if, if people don't know like the background behind this it's it's really strange to be talking to you again and one thing i've yeah. just realized as well out of all that time i've never spoken to you i've never seen you while i've been talking to you i've never video called you as well which is really strange because i've known you for like much like literally pr probably a year now surely yeah that's okay let's let's talk about a little bit about that how we met for first before we get into anything because i think it's kind of cool and and also very yeah um current of of like what's happening in the world right now because me and you met on reddit and this was when i was first kind of because i really jack started my 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 uh youtube last year sometime uh i can't remember exactly when but it doesn't matter but you, basically, you were making a comeback am i right you were making sort of like a comeback well i i never like... really did youtube properly like how yeah. i do it now like i never really gave it full effort because to be honest i just never had any good ideas <laughs> <laughs> um, apart from like music now and again but anyway uh, but last year was like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this serious and every I think every youtuber that ever starts when they first start they do that really annoying thing where they do like sub for sub in and you know just trying to get everyone that they can possibly find and like when you think about it logically it's illogical so like me and you met in subreddits and me and you were doing the exact same thing of like posting on all these subreddits although yeah, your, yeah, your yeah. strategy was a little bit different because you you have always kind of labeled yourself as like a niche youtuber you're targeting that you're target, targeting that um sneaker world and you've always stuck to that from the very beginning that i met you you've you know you've always been like that's your focus but you yeah. did do the same thing as i was doing initially a little bit but you kind of yeah sort of took me under your wing and you're like hey so i'm kind of doing this thing where i'm trying to build a community of people and i was like huh okay well that sounds way more logical and you basically said yeah don't don't do sub for subs because it doesn't work <laughs> yeah i think i think the the sort of background to that i think i realized quite early on that the sort of like not not talking not interacting just 
you know, like this, I'll like this, sub this, I'll sub this and stuff. We, I think um, we both sort of realised quite early on that that wouldn't really work. And I just wanted to try something. And I mean, I, I, I still believe it has worked and it will continue to work. Just actually making real friends like even though yeah. we've tried we've tried certain things like the uh the, the reactions and the and the tcj and everything we've we've tried we've tried things and you know I, I think they worked out quite well but obviously they stopped for various reasons but i just still think that if me you um and aaron trial by fire hadn't you know have formed that group you you wouldn't know certain people maybe i wouldn't know um your friend dutch uh mm. dutch deal dylan is his name Dylan. Dylan, yeah. But I yeah, I know Dylan, I just call him Dills. Yeah. I just weird. Yeah, Dills. <laughs> I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have, I wouldn't know him. He wouldn't know me. There's certain other people that um and I think we've we all especially over that time, maybe not so much recently, because obviously Aaron's gone off and done his own thing and there's been sort of limited communication between me and you. I think Well let's let's um, dive into that. Let's let's go into it. I mean because I, I, I was gonna ask you some stuff beforehand, but like since we're talking about it now Obviously, we know that Aaron was always... Basically, Aaron in his trade is uh, a VFX artist, which I know very little about. And I always wanted to ask him about it. I still want to ask him about it. Yeah, <laughs> Eventually, yeah. I will. That would be an interesting conversation, definitely. Yeah, yeah. One day I want to have him on the that. podcast and like just rack his brains for everything that me and you have wanted to know for ages. Plus, obviously, what he's doing now. Because he very recently joined Vidas Games and he's doing games development. And that's what he ultimately wanted to do and he was very like you know like straightforward with it like he just said yeah i'm just not really feeling the podcast anymore and i'm like oh, fair enough yeah. <laughs> if you're not feeling it you're not feeling it right but i was kind of i'll be honest i was kind of surprised when when you weren't interested in doing the podcast anymore because i was kind of thinking like me and you could continue it or do something with it and at the time i was a bit bummed but I was like, well, what can you do? Do you know what I mean? Like, I think, I think the thing for yeah. me that I was more gutted about was just that me and you weren't like talking for a long time. And I wanted... Yeah, no, I must admit, it's, <laughs> it's not as much to do with that as it is to do with like, at, at, at around that time, I sort of, I went for a funny, uh, a funny phase. And uh, I think even, even though like, I did enjoy doing that with you guys and stuff, I just feel like a few things mixed up, say... Um, you know, do, doing like hours upon hours of editing of those. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. May, Maybe the fact that all of our conversation was simply over like actual text message rather than we did, we didn't even call other than when we That's true. like recorded, we didn't even call. So I just feel like, I, I don't know about you guys, I don't know if this played into it with Aaron as well, but I was feeling stressed out about it, even though uh, it wasn't that, it wasn't that big of a, big of a deal at the time you know like like yeah. no, no no one no one really um like obviously there were a few people but no nobody really uh like would have minded if we missed a week or something Re re realistically no one would have but it was, it was just that at the time I was going through some personal stuff that was getting on that, mm. that was getting on my nerves a bit and then I, I'm sure you can even tell just just from my personal stuff I think from from an overload just in that little bit of time mm. it sort of knocked me off course for all the stuff i was doing or just yeah. on my own as well i sort mm -hmm. of had a bit of a burnout which i i just thought it's not a healthy thing to do and i just needed to sit back and and sort of um work on myself and stuff i've i've the the amount of changes i've been through since that time though like 
yeah. um, just in my personal life and stuff. We can go into it a little bit, but I'm not going to um, no, no, give you, it all up. Listen, you I'm, don't not have gonna, to... I'm not going to give it up for once, but um, it's, it's, it's your personal it's, life. Like, yeah. I, I'm not going to probe anyway because I don't think it's really relevant. And like, why the reason yeah. that I bring it up, right? is that I, there was always a bit of confusion on my part. But being that I'm at your friend as well, I was always more concerned with like your well-being. Because at first I was like, yeah. you know, you, different things go through your mind. Like there's obviously the first thing of like, did I do something wrong? Is it, is it a personal thing? And then after some time I realized, huh, okay. Because I remember one of your reasons was that you said you wanted to focus on yourself and like your channel, which I took as like, oh, he just wants to get back into doing yeah being childish jacko doing what you do right which i totally understand as you said you were doing crazy editing for the podcast which meant that your channel kind of took a back seat and Mm. that was unfair on you and the only reason i was able to keep doing what i was doing plus the podcast is just that i just have a ridiculous amount of time and i'm a bit insane (laughs) Um, (laughs) and with aaron it's a bit more like you know he has a family he has that different thing so it's even tougher for him to get videos out as well but yeah. um, point being, there was a lot of pressure put on you, which I get. And then yeah, no, point, and that that's 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 the reason why I say like it 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 was mostly to do with personal stuff and my own. It, it was nothing to do with you or anything that Aaron has done. Yeah, I figured it that. was just it was just um, I don't know. I I, I lost um, interest in it for a split second, and then yeah. I just couldn't get back. I I've only just recently really felt like childish jacko again if, if yeah, that the, makes sense this is the yeah. interesting Which I'm, thing. I'm sure i'm sure people will actually see if, if you go through right now like yeah. it's been very slow for me like recently just because i i think still building off of what happened happened to me and happened to childish jacko both sides of me there, there were things that happened and then now I'm, I'm back you know what i'm saying like i feel like this is a this is a new start and everything and i'm glad that i'm talking to you again but it was yeah, nothing to do with you nothing to do with aaron it's cool we're back uh, you know i love you man come on anyway um <laughs> yeah no actually th- that's one thing i want to wrap the bow on that actually with is that i did notice that because you you never stopped posting entirely well you did what you said you took a break and then this is like immediately after the podcast and then you drop like one or two. And to me, it kind of seemed like, Oh, he's dipping his foot in the water, but he's like, not too sure. And then as you said, I don't know, I can't pinpoint the exact time, but there was a point where it's like, all right, easy. He's back. Like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Yeah. Only I would even say only the past like few weeks or so, like I've really been feeling really motivated to do that. Um, I'm, I know I've done (laughs) things earlier than that, but it's just like, I've just been really stuck and uh, yeah. and, and I, I, I don't believe in like just doing stuff that you don't like want to do or don't believe in, you know, I could have easily just yeah. sat here and just been like, hello, um, this is the new Jordan that's coming out next week. I could have easily just done that and it, and everyone would have been bored out of their minds. Yeah. But I just wanted to make sure I put 110% into it. So I had to give myself that time. That's interesting, actually, that you mentioned that because that's that's somewhere that we really do share like um, uh, a similarity. Because I'm exactly the same. Like, um, I know I pump out a lot of content and stuff, and a lot of that is just chance. Like, it's always like, if I have an idea, I put it out. You know, I work hard when something like okay, if a podcast comes, you get a lot of content out of that. You get clips, you get whatever, right? But, you know, yeah. there are times when I don't have anything. And, and But more importantly, uh, with what we're talking about, 
there's that feeling of, oh, I'm just not feeling it. Like, I just, I feel like depressed or, you know, because I have those days as well, man. I've had some times, some months where it's been like pretty bad. And the last thing I want to do is make content for the internet and people. And yeah. Yeah. So I, I totally get that. Like, it's, and it's the same when I do streaming as well. So I think that you want, you want to come out, kind of come out and give, a, as you said, like 110%. You want to be like, this is me. And you can't do that if you're feeling like depressed or if you've got your own, your own battles and stuff. And I just didn't want to put something out that I wouldn't, that I would regret, like that, that I wouldn't be proud of. So I just thought it'd be best for me to, you know, work on, work on yourself and then hopefully bring some of that positivity back out into the world, which is what I always want to do. And I feel like even, even like putting TCJ aside and stuff, maybe, some of the things that I was doing before that I wasn't really enjoying overly as well. So like, um, say like, and, and mad respect to anyone who does do this, but like I, you, you may have noticed other people may have noticed I've sort of steered away from just like, again, this Jordan is coming out next week and make sure you catch it on this. And, and it's that, okay. that's great. And I, and I do do that. Like I do do You've that never occasionally. Done that. You've no, no, no. Never, Listen, you know, I do. I do do that. Okay, occasionally, I sat. I like zoom in. I focus on something that's like coming out soon or something like that that I actually care about. But there are a lot of people that just like their whole thing is just, oh my god, this is coming out this week. This is coming out this week, and it's just naming, oh, naming I see. And Sorry. And so, stuff. so you're not you're not talking about because uh, I thought you meant your uh enthusiasm. You're talking specifically about doing doing the release videos where you're just. So you wanted to steer away from doing those release videos is what you mean? I, I wanted to be more creative. I, <laughs> I always tried to be more creative. And then I think I got stuck into a bit of a, a sort of cycle of just saying, oh, this is this is here, this is here. And, you know, they're, they're, they're all banging every time. So I just thought I might as well just keep doing this. But I think that also uh... contributed to it as well because I wasn't being honest with myself about do I actually care about this and stuff, which... I know it's hypocritical because all through that time I was probably telling you um, don't talk about stuff you don't care about. But well, yeah, that's something just, I've learned from yeah. you, actually. If, yeah. if anything, like uh, a lot of you've given me a lot of advice over, over the time I've been doing this properly for the last year, year and a half. And I've really taken it, especially when because the two main things I've gotten from you are, yeah, do what you love and only what you love. And I've I've done some experiments that like I'll be honest, I've done reaction videos and when I did them for you, for your channel, that was fun. But when I did them yeah. for my channel and I saw the whole process of having to edit it and everything only for it to then get like claimed or, you know, you know, not the video doesn't do well or something. I just, I was like, Oh, what's the point? But the only time I ever really like enjoyed it was either on your channel or this one time I did like a reaction video to my old metal band from many, many years ago. And like that made sense. Cause it's like, okay, this is something I'm passionate about. This is fun. And it's like, yeah. it's such a simple concept. But with YouTube, you know, it's, it's like you said, you, you get caught with the numbers sometimes and you think, oh, this banged, I should do something like that. But you don't want to get caught in that circle because then you just end up doing stuff you don't want or like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I've, I've definitely um, focused more on, you know, trying to be more creative with what I do. Like, I don't know, even, even past like two or three or four um releases hopefully have been completely different to what i've ever done before which is just you know we'll get to this it's very good yeah, not 
None of them have. None of them have been. You know, um, and much to do with each other. None of them. Mm. None of them have really done amazingly. But it's. I. I'm sure you can tell. I've really enjoyed doing those and that's just where that, that's just what i'm gonna keep doing that's it at the end of the day so um, do you know i think yeah. it's that reverse i don't know if this is the right way to put it but it's like if you're enjoying it more then the content will be better anyway and then yeah it kind of will do better eventually it might not do like brilliantly straight away but after some like okay if you take i don't know my podcast as an example yeah like obviously when it first starts you know, it's not getting many views. Even to this day, you know, I don't get like tons and tons of views or anything, but certain things here and there, there's, there seems to be like a growing audience. There's more positive feedback, blah, 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 right? And I do attribute a lot of that down to the fact that, you know, there's like a format there and it's like, I really enjoy it. Like I, I got really excited, obviously, to do this podcast, right? Because it's like, not only is it, you know, a special one, it's the 35th and but it's an opportunity to speak with a friend. So it's a slightly different dynamic. And for me, this podcast is really fun with the interviews because it's like, you know, I never know what to expect. I always come in with the same attitude. Like I have my research on you here. It's all written down like I always do. But it's like, (laughs) it's always different. It's never the same, which I think is incredible. Um, and I think that, that that's kind of part of the key of it, isn't it? You want to always keep the content that you're putting out exciting and fun and different. And because it's it's not really I know it they say, you know, you should be making content for your audience, and that is true, but it is for yourself. Like otherwise mm. you wouldn't do it. Do you know what I mean? Like it should be for you. It should be what you enjoy and, and what you're passionate about. Yeah, you've got to love you've got to love the process of doing it rather than the end result that's what i've realized you've got to yeah if you don't enjoy doing it even if no one's looking at it then there's no point and you and you're you're not gonna you're not gonna enjoy it anymore when people do look at it like it's not gonna it's just a cycle like they they won't like it as much less people will watch it and then you'll enjoy it less so you might as well just stick to what you like and Mm. it will just go from there really let's get into the questions man Let's start the interview. Okay. Let's go for it. I'm a little bit nervous. I'm a Don't little bit be, nervous. It's fine. Relax. It's cool. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun. Um, what's the story behind your name? Because all right, obviously, first thing I thought was Childish Gambino, right? But I feel like there is more of a story behind this. Sometimes I wonder like, why you didn't go by your main name. You're very cautious. I've always noticed this about protecting your brand and, and like... So, for example, I know you have like a, a full-time job away from from YouTube and stuff, and you know I think I've heard you say it before that like one day you'd like this to be, you know, your living kind of thing. Um, yeah. But you're obviously very conscientious of like you don't want to put anything out that's you know dodgy or would affect your employment and stuff. And I get that. Like I think everyone is conscientious of that if they're still you know they got that daytime living they're trying to support themselves and. Obviously, YouTube is the grind. Like, you never know. It could take one year. It could take five years, 10 years. You have no idea. Um, So you've got to think about A first before B. But I feel like with your name and your brand, there's something more behind this. Talk to us a little bit about that. Okay. Well, first off, with the sort of... um you know, not, not being controversial and stuff. Uh, it's, it's not so much to do with avoiding trouble. It's more to do with not um, letting any doors close, if you get what I mean. Mm, like I'm, I'm yeah. always in 
Um, not, not that I want to say anything outrageous. Like, not, not that I have any views that are going to like upset people. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it's important. I, I want to have every experience I possibly can in life. I've got, I've got a great um, daytime job that I do. I really love doing this and everything. So I just want to make sure that I'm, you know, living to the best that I can be. Whatever path I may go down, I have many different things that I've started this year that I that I could possibly do, could possibly branch out into. So mm. I just want to make sure that I have the opportunity to do all of those things and just um yeah, just I I just don't want I just don't want to waste I don't want to regret something or or um yeah, that that's pretty much it. What but obviously I'm not I'm not out here just like pretending to not be a Nazi or something. Like I'm I'm <laughs> I'm sure like yeah, there there is nothing to hide, but it's just like I like to keep my things in in their separate um sort of locations and and work on them separately. Um, and one thing I will say as well, um, from having a previous channel is when you ask um say like family members, friends, people from your work, school and stuff, mm. when you say oh subscribe to me, look at this and stuff, you begin to get um like fake numbers like what like uh say say like oh my parents and everything they all watch and stuff right right so say they all watch and everything they're they're watching because they're you're their son right <laughs> right they're not watching because like they want to see like the jordan brand or the call of duty video they're watching do you, do you understand what i'm saying yeah i do i do get it yeah but like when when your yeah, school friends enough. like yeah. do, do, do you know what I'm saying though like what when when you get real life people involved it it begins to generate more like um like sympathy sort of views <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word do you, do you get what I'm saying though do you get what I'm saying so like you, what you mean is like you you could put out what you deem as like trash and like your parents would be like oh it's great that's brilliant yeah and you're like yeah. Yeah, you know, tell the truth, and they're like, "No, no, it's great, son." And you're like, "Ah, oh, no, I'm not saying they're truth. lying. I'm, I'm not saying anyone's lying to anyone. All I'm saying is, like, I could send, I could send, I could send my stuff out to, you know, like a hundred people that I that I know throughout my life or something. Okay, and that that'd be simple. You know what I mean? You could do that as well. We could be simple, and but sending it to a hundred individual people isn't really getting an accurate reading of 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 your success is it it's it's funny that you say this as well because i think it does vary on on your network and stuff because for instance my facebook uh i have a facebook page right and then i share from my page, facebook page onto my facebook profile right and my facebook profile is private but it's only got friends and family and <laughs> i'm not calling anyone out i'm not trying to start anything but uh there's very little interest from family friend I, mean, I think very recently maybe my mum started watching some of my podcasts because they are on facebook but i think mostly my family and friends just ignore what i do <laughs> or they maybe they don't see it even because facebook is terrible at you know showing stuff but and i think i think that is the best thing for you to be honest <laughs> the fact that they don't yeah no, it's not saying <laughs> like they shouldn't right. but it's the best thing for you because you know that the people that are finding it are you know more yeah. legitimate people that that is my main point is that sending it to people you already know from work and school and stuff is not a, it's not really a legitimate it's almost in the sort of sub for sub kind of hmm. 
category if you get what i mean you're like oh well i say next year in maths so can you like <laughs> this video do you know do you you get what i'm saying right yeah i just love the way you put it yeah <laughs> i get what you mean yeah no, that's, yeah that's so it's just point. like that's a fair point yeah so i i just think it a, a stranger doing that is m- worth much much more than someone that you know in real life doing mm. that so yeah. i just wanted to sort of i wanted to sort of grow it more organically than than sort of giving out to people i knew in real life anyway do you understand that i don't want to offend anyone that's just why i think about it but no one's yeah. getting offended that's 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 really cool okay. to know actually i didn't i didn't know that um that you thought that way about it and that's you make some really good points to be fair um okay so the name right you want to know about yeah the yeah the name we want to know the name of the story okay so it actually links directly to like any um any sort of creative output i've ever had pretty much in my life um jacko has been something like not that people have called it to my face but it's been sort (laughs) of like my username sort of nickname that i've always had like i've always given that to myself and there has been periods of time when people have called me that and stuff um so my first ever channel was actually one called jackasaurus Okay, yeah. Like Jackasaurus, like the dinosaur Jackasaurus. I was actually like probably like eight at the time or something. Right. Right. And that shows how young I am as, as well, that I was eight and you and everything was uh everything was out. But um I um I started with doing some like Lego animations, like stop motion and stuff. Because oh, cool. I've always been I've always been into like filmmaking, animation and everything. I told Aaron when he when he said he was a CGI um artist or whatever i said like oh that's that that's amazing like i've always wanted to do something like that um so i've always been into like animation and stuff so that was sort of my first ever creative thing i I learned some skills through that even at that young of an age and obviously developed through there and then obviously as i got older i sort of dropped the saurus off off jackasaurus pretty much um and then my xbox gamer tag was jacko um and then, and, and and that was just on there. Like that, this was when like no one pretty much called me called me by that name. And then there was one game on. I believe it was Black Ops Two. Okay. Um, and there was this. I can't remember if he was like French or something. But me and my friend had. You, you know when you used to um trap people with the riot shields in the in the corner. Yeah. Do you play much <laughs> Call of Duty? You know the riot shields on on multiplayer. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, we used to trap um, one of our teammates, like, like get like, uh, you know, like round, round them up like a sheepdog yeah. and put, trap him in the corner, like the whole game, literally just hold him up against the wall with the, with the right shield. And he was going, he was in the, in the, in the um, Xbox headset party chat going, Jackal, Jackal, literally screaming at me, oh, fucking Jackal, Jackal, screaming at me the whole time. And then for, for, I'd say like maybe a year of school, that, that, that story kind of got around and whenever I'd um, go into a class or something, everyone would go, Jackal, Jackal. <laughs> so, so that's where it kind of um, stuck, I'd say. Before that, it was just something that I gave myself and then, I don't know, it got spread out into, into the wider sort of, um, wider sort of uh, <laughs> notice when people started calling me that. And then, yeah, it, and then... Yeah, so then Childish Gambino, mm. then led to Childish Jacko, basically. And then Jacko is just the name I've always had pretty much since, like, seven or eight. So, yeah. 
Man, I was not expecting that. Fair play, I'm glad I asked. <laughs> it's quite a lot. It's a lot of lore, isn't it? It's a lot of backstory. No, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, here's me like, this is why you should never assume things in life. Because I just assumed it was from the singer and you just, you know. And it's a cool name as well, to be honest. Mm. Um, and also, just on a side note, like, it is you. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine, like, if I, you know, if I'm, when I, when, I'm not going to say if, when I meet you in real life. I can't yeah. imagine calling you Jack. That would just feel weird. It's probably you're yeah, probably no, definitely. Going to be Jacko. Like it fits it. really well. I'd say like, <laughs> yeah. it, fits, it fits incredibly well. So, nice one. Nice one. Yeah. So I pretty much owe everything to this French guy in Black Ops Two. Merci. For getting French. Yeah. No, not what was it? Merci. No, is that right? Merci. That's how they say. Fat. Merci. I think it is. Yeah. Merci. I think yeah. so. That's, what's that? What's mercy? Merci. Um, Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. I'm so bad at languages. <laughs> I didn't pay any attention in school. <laughs> yeah. I, I was pretty lazy with it when it came to languages at school. Mm. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> what, when did you get into sneakers? I, I'm really interested about this because I think that like a lot of boys growing up, particularly in the UK, you know, I, I know I was always into sneakers and stuff, um, but I was always more into kind of like, uh you know because i grew up playing football and stuff so it was like this would be way before your time but there was um these things called total 90s which were like football shoes you'd use um like if you're playing for i don't know what they're called you know like when not studs but the other ones with like astroturf yeah 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 yeah, on on that harder ground not not mud precisely yeah so i grew up using those and then gradually when I became a teenager, I started funnily enough wearing the sort of trainers that you wear, like probably not as nice, but like but sort of basketball <laughs> yeah. style one. Like there was a time, I think I've told you about the scene kids thing, right? There's, yeah. 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 We've had that. We, we, we've yeah. had that conversation seeing kids. Yeah. So a big thing about that was that like, we'd have all this, like, you know, it was a weird amalgamation of like emo and, mainstream and everything whatever but we would always wear like flat caps and those kind of basketball style shoes and there was so many different types and um they were really colorful and stuff and i've never told you this actually but i actually met i had a couple of friends up in london who were uh sneaker enthusiasts and they can they had like tons and one of them in particular his name was isaac and he had like boxes upon boxes upon boxes of these and i was just i was like amazed by this i was like what do you mean what do you mean you have like do you wear them and he's like you know some of them and i'm like so what they just (laughs) sit there and he's like well you know i'm just really enthusiastic about it and i never got it until i started collecting stuff of my own like so like my weird thing (laughs) i i have it with like I collect foreign coins. Okay. <laughs> I don't Very know good. why, but for some reason, I really like it. And I guess I've got like two questions for here with you. Like, I want to know like when you got into sneakers, but I also kind of want to know about like how addicted to this are you? Do you know what I mean? Like, is it like, <laughs> this yeah. is just interest, it's fashion, whatever. Or is it like more kind of like what I'm referring to of this like addictive thing? Okay. You know what I mean? All right. So I'll go with, first I'll start with where, where it sort of came from. Um, obviously for, obviously you've given examples of seeing kids and stuff. There, there, there are groups of people who do sort of pay attention to sneakers and, and, and such like that in the UK. But, um, obviously being from the UK as well, I'd say 
and I've, I've mentioned this before, um, I'd say like the NBA and stuff hasn't really had that much of an effect as it has in the US. Do you agree with that? You'd say like um, like Michael Jordan and, and stuff like that, even though it obviously a household name, huge, huge star and everything. And people obviously know what Jordans are. The, uh, just just being at school and stuff like that, people don't really care as much in the UK. I would say personally, just, just, just from experience, maybe it's where I live and stuff. But I'll just say it's it's bigger in the USA, isn't it? Let's be honest. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I mean, like obviously, I play a lot of basketball, and I have noticed, like obviously, <laughs> play basketball, everyone is obsessed with NBA, of course, and like you know yeah. sneakers and stuff. But yeah, like if we're talking mainstream, yeah, like not not so much. Um, although- yeah, like, like the average person isn't really keeping up, like. Mm. USA that's their whole culture is basketball and football and baseball yeah, isn't it like yeah, yeah. that everyone there I, I don't know if I'm generalizing here maybe I've just been watching too many films but it does seem like it's much more integrated into their lifestyle whereas I'd say over here it's more of our football like soccer our football I'd say yeah, is more yeah, influential yeah. over here so um, I think obviously just developing on from that we've just got to slightly different culture to them and i would say i most of the people that i've come into contact with in that world have can sort of say that they were simply brought up uh, liking sneakers like it was from day one their dad bought it for them and you know they their collection started when they had tiny little feet and they have all the little shoes and stuff that, that, oh, that's wow. not the same for me like um okay i uh, it's not it's it's been i'd say three or four years maybe i've actually started to take interest in it and stuff um it i would say it started when i first got my job at nike which i've explained to you that i used to work for nike right so it makes sense right i knew a little bit about this but i don't think i've ever really asked you fully about this because i remember one time when we did the podcast we did a uh it was like you were comparing nike and adidas possibly something like that and um <laughs> there was this kind of thing where i was like wait what what what's the problem with nike and you couldn't you wouldn't quite say it. you sort of said like, oh maybe it's a story for another time and i'm like there's a story there yeah okay that, talk, yeah. Talk to us a little bit about that then like what would you get up to when you work for nike okay so pretty much from I don't know. I I wasn't really the most um, confident person, especially back then. So going into the interview, it was like a group interview. Um, So it was probably, I I knew it'd probably be some kind of task. I'll make up this and present it and who's good at working in the group and speaking to other people and taking the charge and stuff rather than actual, um, what's the word for it hard skills you know they, they mm. didn't really care about your maths and stuff they just wanted to see if you could work well in the team so um me knowing that i knew okay i could go in there and i could say oh let's all think about this idea and uh, you know I could, I could take the easy way and just um hope and keep fingers crossed that the person who was watching me felt extra kind during that during that day and and wanted to give me the job but i decided instead to um just to research like some up and coming sort of shoes some technologies and, and everything that, that were coming out around the time um, in coming in the future or just had just recently dropped um, and luckily for me um, the task was to design a 
Nike sneaker, like just to draw it, mm. label some of the details on it and stuff. Um, so we obviously split out into little groups. There was probably about 20 of us at this interview. And then there are about, um, we probably split into like five different little groups to work on this project. And luckily the person who was watching our group was um, the head of the um, back of house, like the warehouse that was attached to the store. So as everyone was sort of working on it, I was just trying to drop in little bits of knowledge that I'd picked up at home just to sort of, and, and, and yeah. I made sure I was, I made sure I was right next to this guy so he could, he could <laughs> hear me. And I, and I even spoke to him and I was like, Oh, have you heard about the new, um, I, I was looking at the self-lacing, um, the self-lacing back to the future style shoes that they, that, that I think came out during that time or they were working on them or something. Yeah. And I was like, um, yeah, have you heard about the back the uh, self lacing Back to the Future shoes? And and he obviously was impressed by that. So um, I'd say that that little bit of um, research, while I wasn't completely you know invested in sneakers and stuff, that was definitely the spark. Um, sort of preparing for that interview and stuff, and then obviously getting the job. I was in I was in the warehouse, so there were times when I would um, have to show up at like six in the morning to get the delivery. To right, get right. the delivery through the back door, and from there my excitement grew because I would see, oh, we've. I'd look on the notepad, the um, you know, the clipboard, and it would say, Jordan uh, Air Jordan delivery. I'd be like, yes, I can't wait to see what the Jordan shoes are. I'd rip, I'd get the box cutter, rip it open, look, you know, look at them, oh, nice. and I'd have my friends back there with me, and and we'd all like look at them and stuff. And then obviously spending like a nine-hour shift you know you get bored sometimes so obviously i'd spent most of my time just staring at these things looking at all the little <laughs> details and stuff yeah. so yeah maybe i was infected by either the research or the just being trapped in a warehouse full of shoes for like nine hours a day and i, I was about 16 at the time so obviously my my uh you know my attention wasn't wasn't yeah. the best so i did spend most of my time just looking at what what i wanted to get myself and putting these to the side make sure they have a size 12 for me um yeah but i'd say that's probably where it came from most of all cool cool I, well i didn't know that thanks for sharing um w were you able to get like you know like decent discounts while you're working there like sort of yeah yeah i got um it was 30 percent in in store and then because things are a tiny bit more expensive online mm. it was 44 percent online so it's a so very it the difference very then. Yeah. yeah yeah nice. very nice dis discount yeah okay yeah. and so like as it stands right now so you've you've kind of laid that out that's, that's about sort of four four years worth of time so between then to well, how old are you now actually i'm 19 now 19 wow you're still so young so wow. it's only three okay. it's three well i'm nearly 20 so it's like four years yeah four years okay so like how big is your collection now like how many pairs of trainers do you have it's surprisingly not huge just because I've sort of limited myself. Um, and obviously not just being surrounded by like loads of friends who are all, you know, we're not all gassing each other up to have to <laughs> yeah, get, yeah, the best, yeah. get, get the best one. So it's definitely just been something where I've sort of um, tried on the sneakers app. It's very difficult to get them on there for the retail price. And then 
if they go to if they go to resale obviously on like ebay and depop and stuff like that i normally just I, i'm i'm not that addicted so i'd normally just let them slide if if because they normally put them up by hundreds on there so uh yeah i'm not i'm i'm in no way a massive collector i just get what i like some of them some like yeezys and stuff which i don't really some of them are okay i don't i don't really care for them as much as some people do so i mm. normally just um you know get them in have a look at them and then just um sell them on for a little bit extra than what i got them for but i'm definitely not one of these people you, you see some people on twitter and stuff who we all get annoyed about all of all of the sneaker people on twitter they they get like somehow they obviously backdoor in it like they they have some friend in in a warehouse who's getting it all <laughs> yeah, for them yeah, like they're yeah, getting yeah. all of the stock they taking pictures tweeting it out like with like 20 pairs of jordans that have just literally just released and they're probably making like thousands profit from them it's just annoying like the people who actually like it for the money like even mm. though i said like I, i've resold some i don't do it for profit i just do it to get them in and then see if i like them if i don't then i put them up for like a fair a fair price like without mugging myself off and without mugging the other person off that's yeah. interesting actually that yeah because i've seen i've seen you do that before and obviously i've obviously watched a lot of these videos that you do when speci specifically the unboxing ones and the one where it's like um the latest releases videos and you use a lot of terms that i had to kind of un like spend a bit of time trying to understand so you often say copying which means you know actually buying purchasing them but what you're talking about yeah. right there is very common where you purchase them for people or sometimes i see you tweet out like hey uh this pair is about to release who wants me to cop them and it's kind of like a request and then people actually fo uh, follow up on that and, uh, and say hey yeah can you cop them for me so it's like yeah an interesting kind of like e-commerce style deal, but it's also, as you said, like you're sort of a conservative collector. So you're doing it like for passion, but also interestingly, yeah, like trying them out and seeing like, well, maybe they're not for me. I'll, I'll sell them on then. And I, I find that quite yeah. interesting, but like talk us a little like, um, Go on. Yeah. Sorry. What, what was you going to ask? Sorry. I was just going to ask, um, like if you could talk a little bit more about the process, I suppose, behind, you know, just in general, like copying trainers and, and like you said, like using the, the apps and stuff. Cause I've, I've seen you tweet that you've had difficulties with these things as well. Like it's not an easy process. So talk us through that yeah. a little bit. Um, I would say for, I, I have basically there's two that I use. Okay. There's, um, I use Adidas app obviously to get the Yeezys and stuff. And then there's the Nike sneakers app, which is a separate app that they do just for their new and trendy, you know, sneakers that they're oh, dropping pretty okay. much. Um, so that they have on there, they have like a calendar that shows you upcoming ones. You can click no notify me when like, uh, like 15 minutes before it comes. It's normally about 8, 8am 8 I'd say normally on like a Saturday or something like that. They'll, they'll have um, a few things drop in. And so, and m most of the time they do sell out. Some some of them, like uh, if it's like an off-white um, collaboration or something that's really, really hype, they'll do like a raffle. Mm -hmm. So basically, a raffle is um, at eight at eight a.m. If say say it's dropping at eight a.m. at eight a.m. they'll have the raffle open. You can go in there. You can put your email in, put your de card details in, and then it takes about. 10 minutes i'd say to all process and everything and then they basically just pick um you know random selections out of there to be able to pretty much purchase the shoe 
Well, okay. Oh, hold on, hold on. So you put your credit card details in there or debit card details in there. Yeah. And then this randomly selects a pair for you or is it randomly that you'll get a chance to purchase the ones? Yeah. Like? So you put what size you want. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Of, of a specific shoe. So say it's the off It's like it's like Wimbledon. It's like Wimbledon, basically. You you sign I up. I don't I don't understand that reference, I'm afraid. Oh, I don't understand that reference. So yeah. when, when the Wimbledon tennis tournament, basically, because um it would be unfair to just sell them straight and because you know everyone and their mums wants tickets for, to Wimbledon they're really expensive uh, they they operate a, a raffle system so obviously they give out a certain amount that are like um, to celebrities court officials blah 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 but most of them wider majority are raffle so everyone enters in and then you randomly get selected to you know i don't know you've got courtside seats so you've got seats to this random game or something and it's i don't know when you were outlying that it kind of sounded a little bit similar like the process yeah it it does it does sound like that so obviously that there'll be a certain amount of stock that they'll sell on the app there'll be a certain amount that they take to specific stores maybe in london and some nice stores like that in in the us and stuff um but yeah they'll have a specific amount that they can sell of each of each size um on the on the actual app and for me i always go for my size obviously because there are sizes that resell for more mm. right so um say like size 10 size 7 they're quite popular sizes so some people it's harder to get those basically mm. um but for size 12 it's a it's a tiny bit easier but with the with the main drops they're virtually impossible like you get one raffle entry per uh, device that you're on per account basically um yeah you put in your details and then they pick pick someone who's lucky enough to be able to purchase the shoe because sometimes I've, I've explained this to people before and they think like it's a raffle to win the shoe for free it's, it's a raffle <laughs> yeah it's a raffle to be able to purchase basically so, so raffle for the honor of purchasing yeah, that honor of giving Nike money, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no other yeah. way they could do that though, because you just know, particularly what you said before about people kind of pardon my language, like taking the piss and buying up a load. You just know there would be a people with more dollar who would um, undercut. So let, let's say Nike is selling them for uh, a hundred or something for a set, and they would buy them offline, buy them in bulk, and then sell them at like. 95 or 90 or something so they're just about undercutting them but basically or maybe they'll even sell them for more even and just be like you know completely yeah actually i've seen that where, where they buy them out of stock and then sell it for more and it's like really not morally yeah just it's kind of sucks there there are some releases that are like first come first serve so they're obviously just whoever get whoever clicks the button first but there also has been times where i've been on their way in fifth you know 759 eight o'clock click click on it size 12 click on it yeah didn't get it it takes a little like a couple minutes of process didn't go through they were already all sold it's, it's ridiculous oh, wow. it, yeah it's ridiculous i imagine the so they're, whoops... they're the main sort of they're the main sort of um uh strategies they have for, for release and stuff basically <laughs> And do you often get like problems with like the website crashing or something? Like if there's loads of people trying to cop them at the same time or. Um, no, I'd say they're pretty, uh, because of just, of because of the nature of the app, 
I mm. think they've um, t- taken that into consideration because they know people are only going to be on there at eight on Saturday. So they know, I think they've, they, that, that aspect to it is very, you know, it's, it's very well looked after, but it's just like, I've, I've had very limited amounts when I've actually hit on the Nike sneakers app. Like, um, yeah, it, you, you're very, very lucky. Like, if you tweet, oh yeah, I got it, and send a screenshot of you know, you know what it is, the Gotham, um, and then the and then the shoe. If you get that, like you're getting you're getting loads of likes, you're getting loads of retweets because that's like that's so insane. It's, like, so there's a, there's a there's a certain amount of like flexing here involved. Then basically, it's like yeah, look what I copped kind of deal <laughs> to some extent. The thing is though, because it's not even about it's not even about the um the actual money though because. Like no, no, no. Anyone... I'm, not talking, I'm not talking the the money. I'm, I mean more the the kind of exclusivity of of because a lot of the time when you talk about many of these trainers, I've noticed a lot of them are limited edition as well. So those are, they're only selling a certain amount, and then they're never going to sell them again, uh, presumably, or unless they do uh, a resell many years later or whatever. Like I've I've seen you do videos on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like th- that's what you mean more, isn't it? The exclusivity of those trainers. Is that right? Yeah, it's, it's fully, completely luck-based. Someone with just the right amount of money may be able to get it and, you know, not afford, not afford to eat that that for that month. And then <laughs> there'll be other people that have low, that, that has money to burn, but they don't get the chance of getting it. But then th- that same day, you'll see people, you know, hundreds of them appearing on eBay and stuff, all all marked up by about one to two hundred extra pounds if you really wanted them. But I steer I steer clear of that, steer clear of the re, the resale market because it's just so some of them they even um they bring back like they bring they they remake the shoe um just tiny tiny little details that are different and then um. Yeah, they bring them back. So then, obviously, the ones that are on eBay that are holding all their, like, you know, 10 pairs of this shoe, they're all decreasing in value because more people more people manage to get the ones that they want. But, yeah, there are definitely people that take the mick a little bit. Obviously, if you go to, a um, like, a location to buy them and you have a friend there, you know, they, they some people are picking up 10, 20, 30 pairs and they're, you know, making 100 hundred dollars hundred pounds extra you know they're sort of um profiting off of people's you know passion for it and that's the difference between me and those kind of people i'm not here saying oh yeah i'm I'm the best person ever and stuff but like with some yeezys that i've sort of um unboxed and stuff and and i've looked at and I've, i've tried them on and stuff and i didn't really like them i sort of offer them to you know the people around the people around me and the people that i know um yeah, I offer if anyone else wants them for, you know, a reduced price or just the price of shipping and stuff. And then if not, I just put them up on eBay for maybe £20 extra just to cover costs or £50 extra. But that's, I know that sounds like I'm taking the mick, but that's like, that's like 50 or £100 less than what other people are asking for. So it's really mm. not. And that, 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 profit is then obviously put back into the system like i'm then purchasing another pair or replacing that so it's not it's not like i'm just taking it and blowing it on strippers and drugs and stuff (laughs) i'm i'm trying to do good with trying to do good with it but um yeah and then obviously like like you mentioned before there are like times when you will offer your 
it's, it's an assist it's called so you offer you offer to give someone an assist or you ask someone to get get an assist so there'll be times when like i don't really care about a specific drop so i'll say does anyone want me to does anyone want to use my profile basically obviously i'll do it but like do you want me to like christian do you want me to try for a size 11 or something in this in this specific shoe so, so, so basically yeah, so like me so like yeah. if i was trying to cop that trainer then then me my profile and your profile will both go for it and then that yeah. increases the chances kind of thing basically. yeah yeah exactly yeah so uh so may, maybe you'll put on the group chat or something like oh can anyone can if anyone doesn't want this for themselves then can you try and get it for me and there'll be some people you know like me and like people that i try and surround myself with who you know are kind and, and they'll want to help people and then there are some that are like no i could get it and sell it to you for a hundred more and stuff like there's there's people like that that you get as well but um <laughs> yeah no it's it's a ruthless world like obviously people aren't saying that but there are definitely people who don't come through with the assist for for people just because they're using every chance they can get to make a dollar you know what i'm saying so but yeah it's it's it's, it's a weird world when you're not really um involved in it it's definitely like even just saying this out loud now is it's strange to yeah it's, 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 it's like it's, a little cartel it's, it's not that strange i mean I mean, we've we've seen some of this kind of behaviour in its extreme form, like ne- negatively speaking, in in the um, with the, the the pandemic right now, with people you know buying like tons of toilet roll and then selling it on eBay and stuff, and like and the hand sanitizer guy yeah, as well, he yeah, loads of it. Yeah, there's I'm that guy in America, guy, wasn't he? He resells shoes, definitely that guy. He must do. There was this guy in America I saw that bought like. <laughs> It was like $30,000 worth of hand sanitizer. Forget this. The police found him out and then he had to then uh, give all of it away for free back to like either local stores or the local people or something. So he just lost loads of money <laughs> and yeah, didn't get to keep I think anything. They, um, yeah, they, they banned him from selling it, didn't they? They banned yeah, him from yeah, using yeah. like eBay and stuff. So he pretty much had to give it away because he had no other use for it. That's what you get. <laughs> that's what you get. <laughs> that That's the feeling. When they restock a shoe that someone's holding, that's the mm. feeling that the sneaker the sneakerheads feel. We're like, yes, we, we got our revenge. Now there's extra stock on the market. So the prices are going down. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Fighting the good fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is it you love about sneakers so much? Like, what 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 would you say are the main reasons that you love sneakers? Um, I'd say at first it was um, just from a from an interest of sort of the technologies within them. I'd say, okay. obviously, that first you know time when I was preparing for that interview, it was more about. Um, you know the sports um performance aspect to it rather than right. you know the fashion aspect um yeah so i just i just looked at you know all the running technologies all the, the air max and and the the free run technology and the you know the cushioning technology and stuff um because obviously getting the job as well we had to go through like days of training learning all this stuff so we we, we watched like nike documentaries and you know about behind the scenes of them designing and making it best for the athletes and stuff um because there's a lot that goes into it to to the to the naked eye 
you know it just looks like oh this is just a it's got a nice shape to it you'll probably run a bit better in it but they are the people that work on this stuff are scientists they're they are you know they're true workmen they're you know putting materials to the test and everything so that's one thing that i really um took interest in is is the sort of performance aspect to it and then just getting into that kind of world you know being more active on twitter and then you know moving into um content i you know started getting to know more people there's there's people that i you know talk to on a weekly basis who are you know involved in that kind of world and then sort of just after that learning about the um the story behind different shoes like who who wore them why they were popular the um have you seen the documentary the michael jordan i think it's the last dance it was called Netflix is that the show. one that had the meme thing where it's like oh no i took that personal that thing is it uh yeah what Possibly. uh yeah yeah okay. yeah yeah i think i believe so yeah i haven't, I haven't seen it but it, it looks like a very like recent documentary like it's been done in the last couple of years yeah 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 it was i think last year that came out and obviously i i knew the whole obviously i wasn't around for it but the whole michael jordan situation and you know what a big impact he had on on basketball mm. and, and sneakers in general but just like putting that just to put this into context in, like everyone goes on about you know lebron james or like these days like lebron james lebron james lebron james right or kobe but like Michael Jordan was like the LeBron James of like the nineties, basically. Like just he, oh, of course, more was, more than that, arguably. There's people, yeah. There's yeah. people that debate like that all the time. Oh, is LeBron the new Michael Jordan? And mm. like, I don't think anyone, not any sportsman, has ever has come close to just 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 from what I've seen has ever come close to the impact that that man had. Like, I think I think it was because and his mentality as well. Yeah, it wasn't just that though. Like it was his impact on like pop culture. I think that's the thing that's kind of maybe missing exactly, a little yeah. bit with like say LeBron. Like I know he's obviously involved in different things, and there is pop culture surrounding him and stuff. But like you know, I mean, Michael Jordan was in like Space Jam, for instance, and yeah, I, know, I know they're making a sequel and it's gonna have LeBron in and stuff. But I'm just saying. Yeah, like, I was gonna say that. Yeah, I think they're making another. Yeah, I, I'm game for it though. I'm always game for some yeah. like, 90s nostalgia and a unique take on it. So we'll see. Maybe it'll be good. Um, mm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the uh, yeah. So the the last dance documentary. Obviously, I've seen I've seen Michael Jordan play, but just to put the whole story behind it. Obviously, I wasn't there to experience that, but that documentary does a really great job of highlighting his you know what like you said cultural impact as well as how much of a great athlete he was so just to see that as well i saw i saw the uh because I, I have jordan sevens i saw oh he's, he's wearing a jordan sevens when he when he beat uh i think it was the detroit pistons he, he beat when they finally beat him i was like oh no way i've, I've got the jordan sevens and it's just little things like that that um just just sort of make it make it that extra little bit special and then obviously um just being so involved like that there's loads of people all 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 over america that i'm sort of um in contact with on a regular basis and they they always say oh how's it going over the pond man like i'm their like little um uk friend or whatever and just talking about it with them as well is it's just really nice so it's about being in a group i know i saw your um skateboarding Mm. your skateboarding 
uh yeah your skateboarding podcast and you said about being part of a group and sort of um you know feeling welcome and, and feeling part of a movement and part of a group of people so i think it is a lot to do with that as well just obviously i've just explained to you loads of different you know techniques and helping each other and um you know different terminology and stuff so just being part of something like that some yeah. people are really interested in video games and and you know certain sports and stuff like that and well, everyone wants Legends to feel whatever, included but, don't they everyone yeah. wants to be a part of something like i've always been not to sound like cringy but it's just how my life has turned out i've always been like that kind of lone wolf thing um it's just mm. happened that way i've always tried to be part of groups but it's just never kind of worked out so i always just kind of learn okay i'll just do my own thing right and that's one of the things i laid out with the skateboarding thing is it's like it's good because it can be both and i suppose like in the sense that you can enjoy it on your own and you can enjoy it with people like things are always better with people like regardless it's always better to share your love and passion of things with other people but it's nice that you can also appreciate it on its own as well. Like you can be a sneaker collector enthusiast and like, you know, that can just be something you, that's just for you and not for no one else. Right. So it, I, I kind of get it in that sense, but I think, I think, yeah, it, it's probably more um, enjoyable is the, the community aspect of it. And um, actually that feeds into my next question. Um, now I know you've done a video for this, uh, so for those who um, haven't seen it, I recommend that you go check it out. Basically, Charles Jacko did a video on how the UK and the US trainer scenes uh, compare. It was a really good video, very informative. And obviously it is from your perspective and stuff um, and opinion and everything. But it's a very good video, I think, of kind of demonstrating like sort of how massive it is in America. And then maybe not that it's not as big in the UK, but it's just like different. Um, but could you kind of like outline maybe some of those bigger differences? Like, cause you, as you, as you said, you've got friends that kind of rely on you that are like, Hey, what's it, what's going on in the UK kind of deal. Um, so you're like a source of information for them, but what's the UK scene yeah. like? And, and yeah, how does it compare to the U S? I'll definitely say, even just from a YouTube point of view, there's not the market for a UK guy has not been filled in the slightest. Like I couldn't even tell you, the biggest guy that that there is no it must presence. Be you. <laughs> it, it must be yeah it, it must be me um, so uh so sorry so we're talking about uk versus us um also on, on another side note from that um i'm thinking about doing sort of like a follow-up to that um hey. but and like you said like, like you just mentioned though it was obviously just me um sort of giving my point of view mm. so i'm looking to um and I've got a few people in mind sort of invite someone else on to talk about it with me about the differences and give their sort of background. Um, it's someone, you know, but I'm not going to, cause he hasn't said that he will do it yet. So I'm, I think I have an idea, of, but yeah. yeah, you probably know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So how, how does it differ? Um, yeah, be, I don't know. You, you'd probably be wrong to say that is, is smaller. I know I probably do say that, okay. but it's not as, influ as influential here. Um, some people did point that out to me and I think I sort of did misspeak a little bit because I was just talking from my sort yeah, of Yeah, it was your individual kind of thing. Yeah. You were saying, the point of the video is you were saying that uh, you know, growing up in your school, your experience was that, you know, there wasn't really anyone focused on it. Maybe the people playing sports were, but ultimately, and as we both spoke about earlier, yeah, in the mainstream, you, you just, 
you know, if I walk down the high street now, I'm not going to see people walking around in Jordans unless they're playing basketball. Yeah. That's the reality. <laughs> Whereas in America, it's very likely you'll find that. Like, just people randomly chilling with their Jordans or, or whatever, Yeezys or, you know. Hmm. Yeah, so um, I'd say that people aren't as creative or adventurous, especially in my area when it comes to what they can and can't wear i'd say um obviously you see a lot of um you know you see a lot of bad chavis around with their air maxes on stuff they're all black um air force ones air max 90 air max 95 um, so boring <laughs> i know yeah like that, that 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 is great and obviously it goes with a lot and stuff and it matches sort of the cold and the dirty weather and everything so mm. it, it makes sense not to just to be walking around in bright colors but then I That's see a good point, actually. <laughs> Fair play. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we've got like the white, the all white Air Force Ones. Every every um, teenage girl has those, I swear, or multiple pairs. People are, people are buying like two pairs a year, and uh, you know just throwing them away when they're a bit dirty. But um, yeah, so I'd just say not so much that it doesn't have as big of an influence, but I'd say like. I only saw a handful of people wearing Jordans at my school and just from just the way people like, um, you know, Sawney kicks and, and some other, mm. like um, some other people sort of my age, they're into it over in the USA. Um, just from the way they talk about it, you can tell that it, it has more of a day to day impact on them rather than just the people who are, you know, super fans in the UK. Like there was one guy I know who played basketball and I know he had some Jordans and some, uh, some, I think he played in some, uh, LeBron's, I think he played in, um, like mm. LeBron 17s or something. Um, and obviously I took full notice of that cause I was like, wait, this, like, this is weird. Like, how is this, how's this guy, you know, walking around in these, um, purple and, and yellow LeBron 17s like, this is weird, but yeah, and I had another friend who had the Rookie of the Year Jordan One, um, which is like the brown, brown like sort of boot looking Jordan One, so really nice. He still has those now, I think, but they're beat, they're beat as hell. Um, Just, I know I'm going to sound yeah. like an idiot for this, but like given that I know nothing about this, um, with all of these Jordan shoes, are they all shoes that Jordan originally played in? Or is it like some of them are, and then the rest are just designs that have been created under this brand? Like, which is it? Um, it's a mix, actually. So okay. there are ones that are retros, which are like, um, you know, original releases. They're ones that are really sought after. And the people that did grow up in that time, obviously they're going to hold those to really high regard when it comes to like how much they're willing to spend. So when those pop up, they'll you know they'll sell out instantly they'll they'll be the ones that are like you know that they've gone up from like 170 pounds up to like 500 pounds on StockX or something like they'll they'll be crazy prices maybe even up to a thousand if they're like a jordan one or something that's very um you know very influential um that they'll normally be a, a red and a white um colorway like that is called a red white and black so it's bread red colorway basically so it's a red colorway because of obviously the Chicago Bulls. So a lot of a lot of his shoes were just red, white, and bl uh, and black. So, so when, when you say when you say colorway, is that like the base color then? So it's like red shoe. Primary. Colorway is just 
the color combination basically ah okay i think okay, that's, I'm learning that, something. That, that's how i that's how i think about it so it'd yeah. be like oh it's the, it's the jordan one in a in a bread colorway which is basically black red and white colorway mm-hmm. and then people people will generally um the trend is that red will sell better they'll sell the best just because he was chicago bulls red mm. he mostly played in red um then there'll be some that are that he didn't play in that are very like um limited um that aren't necessarily red and and there'll be some from ages ago there'll be new ones that people really like so it is a mix of new and old designs but um people do people do especially gravitate towards the retros they they and some people exclusively like obviously some rich people and stuff they exclusively look for just the retro the retro shoes basically well, thanks for sharing the knowledge. I just, I feel like I'm learning so much. I knew I would learn from this, but I just, yeah, it's just interesting to, to like pick your brains about all this a bit more, you know? Um, and also, sorry, with, uh, I'll just add this on just to give a little bit more information, but the, with the retros, um, so it's obviously because they'll be manufactured in different years and stuff, they'll be slightly different they're obviously supposed to be the same shoe but they'll be slightly different and because people are more particular about um you know are these um you know 1990s um jordan ones or are they 2013 jordan ones like if that what edition they are so they'll be listed on like StockX or ebay basically with a lot of emphasis on what year what years release they are if you get what i mean okay and people obviously like the, the oldest ones are oh, they're they're like you know you you can't even find them on sale so, so they could be feasibly they could be people yeah. that be like oh yeah yeah the the 95s are like classics and then someone goes oh they're 99s they're trash you don't want them like there's a <laughs> probably like yeah saying yeah, yeah yeah okay they'll be like oh the, the they they used um cheaper leather on on the uh the newer versions so yeah they're yeah. like the poor man's versions even though they're still selling for like 500 pounds like it wow. you know people have their own sort of rule book that they that they live by whether what they're allowed to buy what they can't some people they, this? wow no, <laughs> oh my God. no i just mean like some people will sort of like like a religion they'll yeah. stick to like i'm only gonna wear um my team's colors i'm only gonna uh... wear retros i'm only gonna wear things that jordan actually wore himself um what was i gonna say and just just for like the jordan one for example this is another example of how people define it they have um and i'm sure because i I heard you talking about your skate shoes right dc and stuff like that and i know vans uh they they're a skate shoe right vans pretty much Mm -hmm. wow they have like high you you know they have high top and low top and stuff don't they Um, it's the same with like Jordan ones and some other Jordan models. They'll have like a high top version, a mid top version, and and a, and a low top. It's it's funny you mentioned that as well. Actually, I I knew about this um, growing up when I was a skateboarder because I, I had at some points I did actually have. They weren't exactly basketball shoes, but they were high tops, low tops stuff. Like I really liked the high tops. Um, I'd yeah. wear a lot of like Nike high tops or um, oh god I can't remember the brands but they were like always American brands they were always like really expensive like at least 50 or 60 base price uh, <laughs> but they yeah. were great for skateboarding in and that, like for me I would always get them based on 
obviously the look and, and stuff but like how you could skate on them because like certain shoes were actually trash like if you got like there's some people that stand by wearing things like etnies and you know like the bulk shoes the like they look horrible but they're like really bulky skate shoes that are like fat they like look fat um, do you know what i mean i see that yeah they're kind of like a jordan sort of size as in like how bulky they are is that right like you see a lot of like a is it dc the the brand yeah, DC, yeah they have a lot yeah. of like fat fat skate shoes don't they rather it's, it's, than it's like a like, style when they I, had yeah. back in the early 2000s like when i was growing up they had like this this style it's like really popular i always hated that style though i was always more into like uh the neater vans or, or the or the nikes of the air nike airs and, and, and all that stuff because it looked better and it was easier to skate on as well like the bulky ones yeah i was gonna say it must be it must be hard to get those to to make tricks in in the big shoes surely well some people no that's the thing some people think like make the counter argument that it's easier in those shoes and i've skated with both and i always personally preferred like skating with nikes and in like because it was tighter i felt like i had more control on the board and stuff but yeah. it's just an individual perspective i suppose it's the same as like basketball shoes you know like people swear by different styles that oh it's better for my playing blah 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 you know it's probably the same thing but point is anyway uh, i discovered yeah. about all of this stuff as well i just didn't realize that it was uh kind of similar in, in with basketball shoes like i thought that was just a skateboarding thing but, um, yeah it's cool well with, with with the jordan one high tops and mid tops and low tops it's not even down to like a performance preference like you're talking oh. about oh it's easier to do tricks in these and stuff people hate like there's some people that absolutely hate mid top jordan ones and if i'm honest the the difference between them them and a high is i think one or two um you know lace holes um, it's about an inch uh, taller for the highs and they're pretty much the same other than that and there are people that they'll bully people that wear mids <laughs> I don't I, I don't I don't know why it's nothing to do with wow. performance or or stability or anything it's purely just a fashion decision but people say like either they'll wear a high some people like the lows and then like they're very it's very rare to see people actually looking out for you know a mids release like not a lot of people care about mids it's weird i think i think it's just because they're not like original sort of they're not they're not really recognized as like original um sort of shoes obviously i don't believe anyone really played in mid jordan ones so i think people just sort of uh disregard those i think maybe, so maybe yeah. they just went out of fashion do you know what i mean because like i remember um do you know Com Converse shoes, like the original Converse shoes, right? Yeah, like, they're, they're owned by Nike, Converse. Yeah, well, that's weird. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. I owned a pair of those back in the early 2000s, and I did my research on them, and I found out, because they became, I think they became popular because like Green Day and a bunch of other punk bands started wearing them, and they basically had a resurgence, but they were originally made... Uh, I think it's basketball shoes, actually, in like yeah. the 50s. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. 19, like 1950s or something. And I was like, wow, they're like so old. And point being that they had that resurgence 50 years later. Uh, but like, I don't see anyone wearing them now. I see people wearing Converse, but not those original ones. They wear like... They, 
one star, aren't they? They're called one stars, the original basketball. Yeah, yeah. Like you wouldn't see anyone caught dead in the originals now. Like everyone's wearing the the like ones that look more like the Vans, I guess. Um, Yeah. So I guess they've gone out of popularity, but they were huge. Like when I was a teen, like everyone had them. Like I had like two different colors. I think I had like black and some other color some people had like ridiculous like red green blue it was really weird <laughs> but you know whatever <laughs> but yeah cool man um, yeah, also- it's weird how people yeah make their rules and stuff like just yeah it's, weird. it's just bizarre to me like where whatever the fuck you want like what why did there have to be yeah. rules? like that's mad but um, okay like let's because i, I want to ask more about you know your your preference like what qualities do you in your opinion make the perfect sneaker the perfect sneaker okay. but, but from your um, perspective because there are no uh, right ones i don't think but you know you're, yeah. you're a uh, you've got a good kind of head for this i'd say personally i don't the silhouette basically the silhouette as in the model what what it is basically what the shoe is um it doesn't really matter to me that much as long as it's um you know it's something that i like so a jordan that i like or an air max silhouette that i like is is fine it's more about the color for me to be honest like um a lot of people say no no jordan one mid no jordan one lows but if there's a nice color in those then i'll I'll, I'll I'll pick it up like and if I think I can pull it off with something then I, then I'll pick it up so like um for example and and that doesn't mean colors that means like the absence of color as well so like I've got some Nike SBs Nike SBs like skateboarding shoes basically I used um, to have those sorry yeah. oh yeah that's it you know <laughs> like the little the, the small little compact um small little compact sort of uh vans d- mm. style design basically the whole upper so the whole um sort of material part of the shoe basically is just all black the sole is all white and it's that's it like it's, it's so simple and i and i can wear them with anything and you know then they're, they're not the most comfy in the world but you know you get that you get the sb van sort of look and and it's simple and then i've also got air max 95s which are you know, you know Air Max 95s, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Air Max 95s, kind of like a bulkier shoe. Um, and the bottom, obviously, the sole is all white. The top, bright yellow, bright blue. So I'm going with like the bumblebee theme, you know. Um, and yeah, so basically with that, I'm just saying like, I like bulky, you know, slim or loads of color, no color. The recent Jordan... Jordan fours that I got, they have like metallic red on them, all mm. white. Like, so it's just a lot of a lot of difference being creative as well. Um, I picked up some. Uh, it's basically like a hybrid shoe. They don't do this this often, but it was a collaboration between Nike and a brand called Pata. Mm. Don't know if you've heard of that brand. Um, they did like a custom shoe. Um, sort of, uh, you know, sort of promotion, the collaboration sort of thing. Um, and it was basically the upper of an Air Max 90 on the sole of an Air Max 95, mm-hmm. or you could have it the other way around. Um, and you could pick pretty much from a few colors on each part of the shoe, which what you wanted it to be, what you wanted it to look like. Um, 
and yeah I, I picked all different like I made it the most goofy looking thing I possibly could um, just because I wanted to be different and I highly doubt because obviously they, they made it to order like they made your specific design to how you wanted it so um, I just wanted mine to be like one of a kind I, only I've got them on so um, so yeah I'm not afraid to just put a bit of color on there I know some people especially in the UK I've seen just wear all black or white um, but yeah just anything and I know I just pretty much my answer was anything but I can see the beauty in any anything man you know what I'm saying um, you spoke a lot about like obviously you worked for Nike uh, many of the trainers that you like are Nike's like trainers as well but um, I, I kind of I'm kind of interested as to your thoughts on the on the great debate so to speak like where where do you sit with Adidas versus Nike like where where's your head at? Mm. Um, your I'd say just <laughs> my team is Nike I have to say I've I've shied away from sort of saying that before but I'd mm. pretty much hand on heart say like I pay more attention to Nike. I care more about Nike releases. Um, and just from having that experience of working there and maybe if I had, if in an alternate reality, I walked into Adidas that day instead of Nike or they called me back about my CV or whatever, maybe, maybe it'd be the other way around. But yeah. Um, yeah, just as of right now, I just think, Adidas has some really nice designs. They, I, I, I like some of the Yeezys. I like some of the like bulky Adidas designs and stuff. But just in general, I don't uh, pay as much attention to those. Um, one thing I'm not sure if it is the figure now, but um, or or I don't. I'm not sure if this is true now. But when I was working for Nike, I remember reading that. Um, so obviously this was a few years ago. That the biggest brand like the biggest footwear brand in the world is nike yeah and the second biggest the second biggest footwear brand in the world is jordan wow <laughs> oh yeah i so, mean it must, must be really i mean so i mean adidas as as the competitor i'm not sure if that's the case now but like the fact that they're third place to mm. two nike brands is like um, i think it says quite a lot about how much like there are definitely more team Nike people out there, like hundred percent. But I gotta say as well, like obviously, like I don't know a lot about this, but I hear a lot more about Nike Jordans, all of that stuff. I never really hear about Adidas making like similar stuff. I'm sure they do, but it's just I don't really hear a lot of, about that. Do you know what I mean? There's no like for instance, I've never seen yeah. you really talk about like oh the Adidas collab. Like maybe you have, but for me, I always notice the Nike mm. ones or the Jordans or something like that. So maybe it's just you know. Yeah, not I think what good at. maybe maybe your maybe what you've seen has just been based on what I've spoken about. Maybe so maybe my opinion and me sort of neglecting Adidas has sort of rubbed off on you but no i have but, I, I, just in general as well like in stores or people that i know or whatever like i never see adidas yeah uh, it, it, at least in the same um in the same way or, or i don't know maybe i'm not really articulating this very well but you get what i mean right <laughs> i do get what you mean yeah i think and that that is sort of like a snowball effect as well like you hear about it less so you you think about it less and then right yeah you yeah. know you're so uh, but i do you know I don't hate Adidas. I don't 
um, I have I have some Adidas sneakers as well, but mm. just in terms of like upcoming releases and stuff, it's it's unless there's something really groundbreaking, I'm not overly fussed about Adidas to be honest. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Right, well, let's um let's switch it up a bit, and we'll come back to sneakers a little bit, but um let's talk about something else. <laughs> Outside of YouTube, what are your main interests, and yeah, you know, what do you do for fun? Okay, so um. So I've been I've been training in Taekwondo for five or six years now. I believe it's about five and a half years. Um, so that's been something that I've been doing. I, I to be honest, for the first few years I didn't really take it overly seriously. Um, mm-hmm. But just recently I've really been sort of looking at um, how to improve myself, um, how to improve you know my techniques and stuff. And I've got a couple little. Um, things lined up that I want to talk about which are I think are very exciting um, so and then also on top of that um, me and a friend uh, started a Brazilian jiu-jitsu class which um, we were sort of yeah Christian knows he knows um, we were sort of um, uh, I'd say encouraged to do that just because I've uh, he my, my friend that I started with it with he's helped me a lot he's he's helped me uh, for a lot of personal stuff and everything and I just think like um, we're both talking about how we could really challenge ourselves I think you can't really grow unless you really put yourself through something that you don't want to do and mm. at the start of this year and like when I when I became like less active in talking to you and stuff I really took a interest in like physical fitness pushing myself right. I've been I've I've read like more books than I've ever read I've I've like studied more. I did like online courses and stuff and I've, re- I've really pushed myself and, and my friend that I started that with, we were both talking and, and he helped me for a lot and stuff. And he suggested, why don't we start this Brazilian Jiu Jitsu class? It's apparently the hardest martial art in the world. Apparently 90% of people don't make it past white belt, um, Damn. which, you know, it's a big achievement in itself to even like make it past that. But just the fact that a lot of people can't even, you know, it's it's a massive learning curve um it's it's it it challenges you to move in a different way uh so yeah that that's something that i've started quite recently as well um but i've made sure you you just dropped a video which you which you sent to me just before we we did the podcast and i watched it and it was really really good for so for anyone who um who who wants to go check that out um it's basically a one month progress video of childish jacko doing uh, brazilian jiu-jitsu and it's a really really good video because i think it kind of outlines you know some of the reasons why you said you got into it and also like, you know, you really kind of go into detail about the discipline and, and like the kind of fitness level you need to be at when you go into it and what to expect, what to avoid, what people's attitudes are like, like all of this really interesting uh, insight. And um, I, I guess, I guess I, like the only question I had with that, it was like, and it's tricky because you, you really did go into quite a lot of detail anyway. So there's not much I could ask you, but I, I wanted to know like just your progress in general, like, um, I guess your overall feeling about it. Like I, for instance, I didn't know that you already did uh, Taekwondo for so long. So you already have like that base kind of understanding. Cause I've done a little bit of martial arts and I know that, you know, you have to have um, like discipline is very, very important integral to it. Like it's so much more about the, the mind and the discipline than, than the physicality of it. It's like, you've got to master that stuff first before you even get to the physicality stuff. And then obviously, oh, of course. Yeah. 
right and then there's all the other stuff with like like for instance you you gave a really cool um pointer in the video where you say that you know you, you grew up doing rugby and um you had to basically like retrain because there's something you did with like your head and like you basically you kept getting uh i think you said like you got tackled or like take like takeovers yeah. were too easy so you had basically other people were telling you hey stop tucking in your head because that makes it easier for a take that's so your basically having to retrain your muscle memory that's yeah that's what you were saying in the video yeah. found interesting so yeah so so with that um if if anyone hasn't seen it already it's uh jujitsu is is uh grappling it's sort of um to someone who doesn't know really even what jujitsu looks like think of sort of wrestling um submissions you know headlocks and and um you know manipulating limbs and stuff to you know force someone to tap out so it's it's no punching it's no kicking it's no striking of any nature it's some takedowns and then um it's really like a chess it's a chess game basically um uh, move against move he's got my arm i need to you know um create a frame and get out of that i need to um you know use certain leverage because my arm's here and i can you know tip him onto his back and you know so it's it's very physical and that's how it differs from taekwondo which is very you know i'm i'm all i'm stood all the way up here i'm kicking from a distance i'm retreating i'm kicking again it's it, it is very difficult and and it requires a whole different strength to begin with um mm. but um it's definitely less um you get less contact in something like taekwondo or karate or something when where you're striking and then sort of playing tactfully whereas in jiu-jitsu it's literally all guns blazing you know dudes like he's accidentally elbowing me in the face i'm getting all cut up and stuff yeah. i'm brute like people like you do it um there are different styles like there's gi or no gi gi is like the suit the uh you know the suit that you wear the sort of um martial arts uniform um with, with the gi obviously you can do a lot of um uh sort of you can get control by grabbing them uh on on the collar and stuff like that and um people are literally um like it's, it's so chaotic that they're, they're grabbing you by this like the skin like they're grabbing you through the thing on on the skin like i've got massive like hand marks all all over my arms and stuff like it's 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 mad like it's, it's very aggressive like we're i'm i'm getting i'm take, accidentally taking my like, knees and elbows to the face i'm you know i'm i'm seeing the light i'm getting choked out i can't, <laughs> I can't feel my legs and yeah um yeah. man i'm all over the place uh so where what are we so yeah so it definitely requires something very different um and yeah there was a lot of stuff that needed to be unlearned when it came to sort of my past experiences i played rugby for about three years um maybe three or four years um never really took that too seriously but um one thing i was good at was tackling and sort of being in the scrum and stuff so um sort of putting your head down low burying your shoulder in it's not really advisable in jujitsu just because you're sort of open yourself up to sort of like a headlock or some kind of takedown you're putting yourself in a really bad position by sort of letting your head go under their armpit basically which is gonna get you in a headlock like even to someone who's not trained at all it's it's a bad position position to be in but obviously in that situation you're not thinking about what you're doing it's all muscle memory that's mm. all any of this is is muscle memory so it's a mistake that i made 
countless times um and yeah so with sharing that i just wanted to sort of highlight that um you know that they're helpful in that in that regard and yeah that's uh i just wanted to make people aware that it's okay to mess up especially when you're starting and obviously even people as great as me make mistakes sometimes <laughs> so yeah do you, do you think with um because obviously yeah you said that you, you studied taekwondo for, for many years beforehand and obviously you just started with ju the jiu-jitsu do you have like a, a plan with this as far as like do you plan on maybe moving into like maybe amateur fighting or something like that or is this just a purely like personal thing that you're just trying to better yourself with or like is there any plan with that um okay so with the jujitsu that is mainly a personal sort of uh it was i i'm i'm a i'm a busy person i i'd need right. to be moving at all times so with adding jujitsu to my schedule that's given me um four or five days a week where i'm i'm doing martial arts training four or five days a week so either it's taekwondo or jujitsu and that's mm. four or five days in a row so uh, that's really pushing myself and I, and on top of that i do um on, on my lunch breaks because i'm working from home currently i have a little sort of um i have a little sort of a uh, gym set up in my garage i've, yeah, I've bought yeah, some yeah uh some dumbbells i've got a punching bag i've got some weights and stuff so i do um about an hour 45 minutes sort of hour weight session um on my lunch break like while i have a break and then from about seven to nine i do um seven to nine at night i do um martial arts training so i'm getting i'm getting like a good few hours a day in uh Damn, but that's and, and even still i'm sometimes i go to bed and i think i could have given it more i could have given it more so um but and, and i know i sort of glossed over it and I'm, I'm all over the place and i don't know how well this is going to translate into what i'm thinking and what i'm you're saying you're doing fine man you're doing fine I, don't worry i i i, <laughs> I, owe a lot, I i'm not going to say his name but I, I owe a lot to my friend who sort of got mm -hmm. me into that and stuff and i've had conversations with him about like where i'd be if it wasn't for him but right um he's doing certain things with jujitsu that um he, he's thinking about sort of how his career is going to progress and stuff and right. um sort of looking into that more of a disciplined lifestyle where i'm just doing it for just the fitness aspect um and taking i'm taking a taekwondo a little bit more seriously can i talk mm -hmm. about that of course that yeah cool? go ahead yeah please yeah so i think yeah other than that like jujitsu just a bit of fun i'm just trying to sort of experience something new try something see where it goes i'll probably do some competitions and stuff um but since taking taekwondo a little bit more seriously i've um i've sort of been talking with my teacher my master a little bit more and stuff just um basically trying to get all the training in i can and everything and he um sort of advised me to go for um it's i can't remember the exact term for it it's like a talent acquisition day okay right so sort of like a uh sort of like a trial day a sort of a right, showing right, what right. you've got day um and it's with a uh with the company who sort of over overlooks the the taekwondo it's british taekwondo basically so overlooks the taekwondo um team the taekwondo mm. you know teaching all over britain and uh so there'll be people there who are present people from the olympics and stuff and it's basically oh, wow. a day where um they'll sort of see who 
if anyone's fit to join the GB team. So that's something that I'm actually working towards right now. I'm, oh, wow. He's, okay. he's giving me like, he's doubling down my training. He's like, I, I'm, you know, I'm trying to, that, that's why I'm doing, that's why what I said, like I'm doing like weight session, I'm doing two hours of training a day. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm really trying to take this seriously. And, and even if I don't like make it, I'm just going to give it and really like test myself and see how well I can do on the day and see how close I can get. But, um, you know, even, even if it's not, even if 2020 isn't my year, I'm going to, uh, you know try again next year i'm gonna try and do mm-hmm. similar things like that and it's experience as well like even even if the day after that i just i just quit like i'll be able to say like i went to this um you know this event i met this certain person um so yeah that's something that i wanted to sort of share on i wanted to make sure i said it um when someone else was there just so if you have any questions or maybe i missed something but um i just want to yeah i just I'm going to sort of be, and that's what to, the, the jujitsu thing was about is I want to sort of start documenting my journey where I'm going and stuff and the people I meet and everything and sort of, um, add that sort of converse, conversation in, into my story, mm. um, to hopefully help other people and, and help myself. And yeah, so that's one thing I'm working towards. Also, um, I've had some talks with my teacher, my master about, um, Cause he's not, he's not old, but he's, you know, he's get he's getting on a little bit and he laughs about that and stuff and says, Oh, I'm too old for this and stuff. You know, it's a bit of the, um, karate kid and Mr. Miyagi, you know what I'm saying? Um, so he says, Oh, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be here forever. Uh, so like I, I need someone to leave this, um, this sort of dojo to where, when I'm gone or when I retire. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm the apprentice. So, um, yeah, he basically just said, um, now that I'm sort of taking it more seriously, um, I'm sort of I've helped I've helped with some sort of warm ups of 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 some of the lower grades and stuff, and he's sort of seeing my progress. He's basically offered to sort of teach me um, how to train people, sort of um, have more of a teaching role um, within it, and that will take that that will take away the cost of like. Um, me having to pay to um you know pay to train because i'll be technically an employee kind of like mm. well, obviously working for free but but obviously learning so you don't have to pay for stuff. training yeah so it's yeah, yeah. Works. so um yeah so that's something that i'm sort of um doing as well so um i've been sort of so, doing a few so so uh, you thinking activities. like maybe that you could become like a fully a full construct maybe like this could be like a, a money spinner on the side for you or, or potentially even the main money interest in the future is, is that a consideration exactly okay and that and that 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 brings us full circle to keeping every single door open that you possibly can right right you right. know that's it's it's about making every opportunity you possibly can whether it's you know keeping in contact with sneaker people or you know, making sure your Taekwondo master likes you that little bit more. Like it's, it's about, it's about keeping every single option open to you. Um, but it's, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely either could, could be on the side thing. Um, the, the particular teacher who said this to me, he has hundreds of students, so he's, he's very successful. I'd be, uh, you know, lucky to even get that experience of, of helping him sort of, of um sort of develop his class and everything um but obviously i've got a lot i've got a long way to go you know things happen mm. 
depends obviously depends what happens at, at this olympic team gb sort of day um or you know you know life gets in the way but um th this week actually i've got an upcoming it's basically a grading like a, a belt grading for some of the younger um lower grade students mm -hmm. um so i'm going along to that even though i don't have to um i'm gonna have the microphone yeah i'm gonna say um ready position ready front kick and then you know give the command and, and say you know uh say certain things in korean and tell them oh, you know, wow. to bow cool. and, and stuff so it's just about getting that little bit of experience again and and yeah. it could go it could go incredibly well or it could you know just be a little hobby on the side but hmm. um it's just a few extra little things that because i said i like to be busy but yeah. um i'm going to keep everyone updated on how certain things go so it should be good yeah, no, I, I mean, that sounds amazing. Like, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. I'm, I'm particularly glad of, like, how it's affected your your mindset positively. I think that's probably the, the biggest takeaway here. But it's exciting, like, you know, to, to hear all of this. Like, I'm really, I really, really hope you do well and hopefully get maybe get on the team. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Mm. Um, hopefully, that's the dream. But obviously, anywhere, even coming... That that's a hundred percent. Even coming to like seventy, fifty percent, even yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, being better than you were the day before, like it's 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 important just to keep aiming for something that's so out of reach, that's impossible, and then landing halfway up the hill, you've still done a, an amazing job. So I'm just going to try my best, basically. Yeah, I, I agree with with that, and and particularly like you know what you were saying about like keeping all the doors open and, and trying different things. Like I, I've done the same thing in, in this past year, particularly in lockdown, it's kind of thought, well, I've got all this time to like try different things. And, you know, I'm doing all these things that I never would have done before. And they're not all like, not all of them are tied to YouTube. Some of them have nothing to do with YouTube. And um, I think it's important, you know, to, to always kind of, a make yourself as employable as possible you know in all different areas you know like what can i do as a human <laughs> you know how can i be more valuable or whatever or monetize my interests or whatever you know that's one element of it but the the bigger more important thing is is what you kind of said about pushing yourself like what can i achieve what's you know particularly with fitness as well like um recently i've kind of let my fitness go a little bit like i've been doing intensive bo um basketball training but it's like got to that point where it's like okay it's too cold to do basketball now it's time to <laughs> hit it hard again yeah. and i know what's um involved with that because i've done it before and it's both a mental and a physical thing but one thing i i, I recognize straight away from what you said and i've definitely felt this before is that kind of always pushing yourself and wanting to go harder and harder and harder and you know the the difference between physical and, and mental um is very interesting because sometimes it's like you know, physically you might feel like you can't keep going but like mentally sometimes you just kind of feel like no i, I gotta keep going I, I i can keep going i've got like a little bit more left in the tank and you know obviously like it's all about consistency over time as well like i don't know if you're doing let's say cardio and like normally you do 20 minutes and you know you want to push it to 25 and you, you feel like if you go past 20 you just your legs die but it's like if i can just push it that little bit more and get that little bit more out of myself and like who, who knows what i can achieve next kind of deal like it's a just a positive mindset overall i think is really awesome that, that you have that and i totally 
can relate to that as well. That's really cool. Definitely, yeah. It's 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 all about really pushing to see what you can do. I'll say, and it's 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 uh it's interesting that we keep sort of going back to this, but in in that in the in the post uh you know TCJ sort of time in mm. that sort of you know um time of the year and stuff this year it's, it's been a lot of things to a lot of different people i guess but uh yeah. no in that time i sort of uh adopted the mindset of doing what exactly what you don't want to do in terms of like fitness and stuff i i went on my regular run and then i i thought you know what i i really couldn't do that again and i thought oh well I guess I'm going on my run again. So I did the whole thing again. Would, that's you, what I've been doing. Would Would you mean like when you said that? Well, I fin like I I like at the start. You know, I was I was on I was on autopilot. Like my life, I I'd just been doing my same run every day or my same, you know, right. weight routine and stuff. And then when I got home from my run, I'd done my circuit. You know, I'd been up the hill and back down again. And then I I stood there and I thought well, you know, I've, I've done exactly what I do every day. I don't think I could do that again. And then I went out straight away and I proved to myself that I could do it again. And that's what I've been doing. Wow. That, now that does take a lot of like strength of mind. Like I, I've, I've been there myself where uh, there were times when I was in the gym where I thought I was going to pass out. Like I just, and there's no one there to protect you. You're responsible for yourself. And it's like, but yeah, I think it's, it's, it's so much more, isn't it? Than, than just the physical side of things or even trying to like set yourself goals. It's like, if you know it within yourself that you can do it, you, you just want to kind of just say like, what if, and, and just push mm. yourself past that bar, you know, do the, do the impossible. It's, yeah. it's it's much more a mental thing than it is a physical thing most of the time. Like the biggest fight is always to start the exercise or to carry on. Or once you get that little, you know, voice in your head saying, oh, you know, we've been, we've been around this field five times already. The gate's right there. Home's literally right outside this, this field. Let's go. Like there was this one time I, I did, I, um, I did 10 kilometers. Like I ran around the same field for 10 kilometers. Like I just, I just did it. Cause I was like, man. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was just like, yeah, no, I was just thinking like my just legs hurt from yesterday. <laughs> no, listen to me. Like I'm, I, I want, I want people to take something away from this. Like it's that don't listen to it as if I'm talking about myself, just put yourself into this position and just try yourself. Like my legs hurt from the day before. I did. I I promised myself I'd do ten k. I ran around the same field. Like I got to the end. I finished my ten k. I stood at the gate and I thought, like I could, I could just walk through this gate right now and do exactly what I said I was going to do. And I actually went to the gate, and then I just turned around and did and did another kilometer around the field, like just like doing what exactly what you don't want to do learning to feel like pain learning to you know what when you're at your tightest that's when you realize who you really are that's what i'm trying to say like you then you understand like i'm you know i'm jacko and i can run 11 kilometers 
like before I made before I was at that gate and I made that decision to go again, I was only Jacko who could run ten kilometers. That's all I was. Do you understand? Yeah. It's about making different habits. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just and and it translates into your own life as well. Like you could easily just go, you could easily just get up and and play your Xbox and do the same thing you do every day, or you could try and teach yourself something. You know, and that's one thing I've seen. Like a lot of people my age, like they always you know they think that it's 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 enough to look like you're having fun or like look like you're cool or look like you have certain certain things and i know that's rich coming from a guy who talks about sneakers and stuff surely that's the most um you know materialistic person there is but um you know there's been certain people that i've met recently who have shown me like you can push yourself to do a lot you don't need to just you don't need to just um, limit yourself to what people say that you can do and stuff. Yeah, like, definitely. So, yeah, some people said, like, don't, like, you can't do two martial arts at once. Like, I'm, I'm doing it. Like, look at me, I'm doing it. Like, I've taught myself how to um, trade stocks. Like, I'm, I'm doing it right now. I've got a full-time job. Like, what, like, you're telling me I don't have enough time to do it. Like, I'm, I'm doing it. That's it. Like, I can't, you can't survive standing still you need to always be moving forward that's it you're touching on like so many important points here like i (laughs) i'm just i just want to pick your brains about this because it's brilliant stuff and i agree with all of it like what you said about sort of disturbing your routine i do the same thing you know there's one day that like i kind of woke up and i was like i can't just every morning wake up turn the computer on have my coffee like that can't just be my morning every morning so then i just stop doing that sometimes and sometimes i just wake up have coffee kind of sit and rest you know take it all in and then like write in a diary like i started a diary um things like that or you know um just trying other things like i signed up for uh volunteering which i'm gonna do tomorrow actually i've just i've never done volunteering before and um i'm kind of excited about it because it's obviously it's like a feel good thing. It's like helping people and, and stuff, but you know, I also kind of just want to learn and, and, you know, challenge myself and all the things that you touched on before, you know, and um, yeah, like again, with what you were saying, you know, just about in general, just, just challenging what people's expectations of you are and stuff. Like, I, 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 I don't know when, I changed my mindset, but like, I kind of just have this mindset now of like, you just do what you want. You know what I mean? Like you just, if, if you want to do something, just do it. And like a hundred percent, I agree with you. Right. 100%. But, and like, put and the it's work easy in to say as that well. as well, but like Christian, I, and you do this brilliantly, but just keep trying, like keep yeah. trying new things, keep like building on yourself. Like you're doing a great job. You're one of the only people who like, I know, like you don't give a fuck like (laughs) so and it's not even about that like you're actively like trying to do something that like not a lot of people can do like it's a difficult thing and sometimes like you you say like oh i'm 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 losing subscriber or i'm you know what what do you want me to talk about on the podcast and stuff and i'm not saying like can, can I just listen, stop you, you there? You don't let it get to you. No, 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 listen, 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 listen. I don't. You don't let it get to you, but 
you I, I just want to say like you're doing a great job with everything you're doing Thank i'm not digging so on you i know you no, haven't know, said that stuff in a while but i'm just saying like you're doing a good job no the reason the reason say that the reason i wanted to say something back to it is that um because i know in the past you're, you're 100 right like i've complained i've said this i've said that you know you pointed it out to me and it took me a long time to like actually take it on board and like take it in but recently with the things like for instance asking people like what do you want to hear about that's um genuinely me just saying like hey what 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 do people want to hear and i quickly learned after not getting some responses that it's just we're not quite at that level yet and i didn't take it bad like i would like if this was six months ago i would have taken it badly i would have been like oh shit but now I'm like, okay, you know, we move, we keep trying, we keep doing things. Exactly. And, and you're, um, and you know what, you're a better person now because you made that mistake in the past. You know what I mean? You've, 100%. you've improved on your, you've improved on like your mindset towards that. Like the situation might not be any different. Like obviously sometimes you don't get a suggestion or you don't, something doesn't go as well as you expected it to. Like nothing has um like we've, we've both progressed but some things just haven't changed but it's just the way you thought about it it's turned almost turned your yeah. into a positive rather than a negative really absolutely i couldn't agree more like i think your thing that you always try to bang into my head and this is the last thing i'm gonna say about me by the way because we're bringing this back to you because it's about you <laughs> um <laughs> is that like you know you always said like you know don't focus on the numbers you know you focus on the comments like you've always said about your mentality with youtube is I care about the comments. I care about who's saying what I, I like to reply to them. And I, I have that same mindset. Now I don't focus on the numbers anymore. I'm looking at what are people saying, who's returning, who keeps replying, you know, um, when those people are replying, what are they saying? You know, um, trying to maintain relations with them, trying to gauge what they think and stuff and ultimately just see if they're enjoying it. But like, I don't, on on the flip side of that i don't worry either like you know, i've had some like some funny like i just take it in my stride now like i've had some hate comments which are kind of funny to be honest and but i take them seriously like there's some people that have said i think i had one podcast where they said like oh why didn't this guy like shut the up you know like let the person speak and i sat down and i was like huh did, was it like that you know i had to go back and and like listen to but it was important it was like a even though it wasn't you know, in a constructive manner, there was still something in there that was useful. And I think that that's the trouble. A lot of people don't focus on like, well, what can I gain from this? Like, what can I learn from this? What can I do differently? What, what can, how can I better myself and what I do? That's where the mentality has to be. But as you said, you have to make mistakes to get there and you, you got to develop a positive attitude, I think. And a lot of people exactly. were afraid to put the work in as well. Like, like when I saw like how much work goes into, for instance, doing the podcast. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. In the beginning, I got a bit lazy. Like, oh. you know, like for instance, I knew like I would need to make clips and I should have done that from the beginning. Um, but I was like, Oh, I, I kind of can't be bothered. And then I realized like, look, if I don't do it, if I'm not prepared to put in the effort, then why am I doing this? And then it changes. So it's, yeah, I, I, I agree with what you said, like completely, but, Anyway, <laughs> let's bring it back to you. What are your sources, uh, main sources of inspiration? Or sorry, who are your main sources of inspiration? Like either in the, um, the sneaker community or just YouTubers in general? Like who are you looking at and saying, okay, this guy, that girl, whoever is, you know, 
inspired me to do what I do. Okay. Um, wow. That's, that's a difficult question. First off. Um, I think with anything, it's important to sort of, uh, take lots of different things from a lot of different people rather than just imitate or um even just in the way you live your life like don't listen to just one person look at the wider picture and then make up your own mind for yourself put your positive spin on it put your personal spin on it and then see where it goes from there so just from like a sneaker point of view um i'd say my inspiration has probably changed a lot like first off it was a lot of just like basic you know sneaker youtubers and and just some people that you know said this is what's coming out now and stuff but now um i don't really watch that kind of stuff anymore like i don't really um they're not there that's not really what i look at hang on let all right i've got i've got youtube open right now let me see what's on my youtube i'm 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 struggling with this man i'm struggling with this so you know it's fine take your time it's cool it's a lot of podcasts to be honest like i don't um yeah, it's a lot of podcasts. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't watch much YouTube, to be honest, I would say. Like, mm. um, Joe Rogan, obviously. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, and also this guy, just, just for like a basic um, sort of lifestyle sort of inspiration, I'd say um, this guy called David Goggins. Have you heard of David Goggins? No, I haven't. I'll write that down. <laughs> David Goggins. David Goggins. Look up this guy. He is crazy. He is crazy. If there's anyone that you want to sort of have, you know, a conversation with, it's this guy, David Goggins. He, he's been on Joe Rogan. He's, he's, he's written some books and stuff. He is, um, his story is that he started off, you know, really lazy, really. He was, mm-hmm. uh, very overweight and stuff. And he ended up being in the Navy SEALs, I believe, or, or some kind of position like that. He was, you know, extreme training. He, he's, um, a, you know, not even a fitness freak, but he's a lifestyle freak. Like he's all about the mental. He's all about, you know, pushing yourself and stuff. And if, if you look at some of his stuff, you, you'll probably hear a lot of, um, things that I've subconsciously just sort of, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, picked up and said to you, like it's, it, you know, it's, it's contagious, like this guy's energy and everything. Um, so definitely him. Uh, who else? Who else? What other aspects are we talking about? So, yeah, no, anything, I don't. To be yeah. honest, there's, there's no. Li- I mean, anything that just drives you as a person, or any, sorry, anyone that drives you and what you do, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, just from sort of like a, come on, let's get this going. Like seeing you, like how much you do, I'm obviously in your discord and every like few hours I'm getting like an at everyone. (laughs) He's he's done it again, boys. He's done it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying like, that's, that's like, uh, that's, that's inspiration. Like, okay you know if if i if i'm just chilling there i should be doing something and i see that pop up i'm like whoa oh, the competition right. the competition he, he's he's moving you know you know what i'm <laughs> saying like so um yeah it. just that like the your your work work ethic especially and like when i sort of um drop in on on some of the stuff that you do and everything like um you know i really like the stuff that you've been doing with deals uh, like i said to you as well i'm I'm happy that he's got the young little kid. Shut up. You you don't know anything. Treatment now. Um, you know I was joking, right? 
<laughs> of, no, of course, yeah. No, right. Course. <laughs> Good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, that was the only reason I got away with that in TCJ was because because Aaron was a lot older than me. Is well, not a lot, a lot older, but he was. I think he was like early thirties or something, and I'm like twenty seven or something. So it's like I could get away with calling you the child, even though technically, yeah, you know. But whatever. <laughs> oh, I feel like I've answered this question really badly. I feel like I've missed missed some people or something, or missed something really obvious. Um, I mean, the general gist of what I what I'm gathering from what you're saying is that like you've kind of changed the type of content that you consume and that's obviously changed like <coughs> excuse me like your influences and who you're inspired by so you know that makes perfect sense to me like i've got plenty of stuff that i subscribe to as well like i did the same thing i unsubscribed from a bunch of stuff uh, there are still things i love to consume like i don't know sidemen or something like that you know but um i look at that as like just entertainment and like it's not it doesn't like give me anything like maybe now and again there'll be something they do that i'm like oh cool like when i saw them all playing like among us for instance i was like oh cool i'll play that like it actually looks quite fun but other than that it doesn't Hmm. give you anything um necessarily that's like you can use and be like to better yourself whereas the people you're talking about like this david goggins guy like they're inspiring people who've sort of taken their life from from one situation and and kind of pushed themselves to a to a more positive position and like i've, I've been looking at the similar people as well and um yeah it's, it's fine if you don't have like have names like it, it, for me it's when i ask questions like that it's more to just gauge the person's mindset of like w- what inspires them you know because a lot of the time yeah. when you ask someone like who their inspirations are you know it's like you said you, you're never basing everything you do on like you don't want to just copy with someone else do you ultimately you mm. want to like yeah get some stuff that inspires you and then you find your own you know thing so like for instance me obviously when i started this you know i thought of joe rogan i like his format i also thought of this guy do you know saab powers do you remember that guy the comedian guy uh yeah 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 so he 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 started doing like comedy or he's a comedian sorry and he randomly start, decided to just do a podcast on his youtube and he invited me one time uh, but then he continued it and he's still going with it um and i just really liked the format of what he was doing and i thought oh maybe i can do this obviously i'll do my own spin on it i'll do it my way and then i realized like actually what i do is very different from what he does um <laughs> but like it the point is it was like a starting point it was like okay i want to be like these guys but i want to do it like my way and it sounds like that's kind of what you're doing as well it's like you're you're saying okay inspired by this but then i'm doing it the childish jacko way kind of thing yeah yeah no I, you definitely summed up great by saying sort of like the uh some things are just for entertainment and then some are sort of genuine um inspirations to you yeah with the david goggins guy i'd say more like he's not so much a content creator but just his story sort of um put a lot of things into perspective for me and stuff and probably pushed me to try a little bit more on the taekwondo and everything and opened up a few more doors for me for me there but yeah in terms of content um just just watch a bunch of people basically and then uh sort of I, i wouldn't say there's one that really um influences exactly what you know i I didn't look at someone and say i'm going to do my version of that it was more of just uh 
Um, I've started it, you know, what a year and a half ago now, and mm. it's sort of just developed from there. And I think, from what I can see, I think most of the stuff I do is quite unique. I can't really think of many people that are like doing stuff like me. I'd say so. I've never seen anyone do the stuff that you do, and I'm not trying to kiss your ass. That like genuinely, I think it's very unique. Uh, when when I think of like originally when I first heard of like sneakerheads, to me it was it just looked like a flex thing. Like if I'm being honest, mm. like that's yeah. And I'm I've never had any interest in doing right, that. Right, like, right, right. So. But that's the thing. When I came across your channel, like when we first met, and you sent me your channel, I'm like, oh, is he going to be like one of those guys, right? But then I started watching the videos, and I realized like you weren't like that at all, and it was interesting, and I learned a lot from the way that you do your videos like i think they're very informative and they kind of give you a good understanding like even if you know next to nothing about trainers which is where i was when i started watching your videos i learned through you and you know i think that's a really good thing about your videos is, is they like educational but they're you know you, you never like you give your opinion you don't like and but you, you you're not afraid to like call something trash or something and and like you know kind of mm. you're just i don't know i think it's fun i think it's interesting um and then this kind of leads me to, always gone sorry i was just gonna say i always make sure sort of alienate anyone so yeah, um, yeah. If, if i if i am sort of like going in on something that i don't like i always even if it's in a joking way i say you know all the power to you if you like this um you know that's great you go over there in the corner and have fun but i'm gonna say well i don't like this so i never say like i never personally attack anyone and say you are stupid if you don't if you like this product or whatever but also another few things i just thought of just there said about um oh you you sort of saw and you thought oh, i was this guy just gonna flex or is he like what sort of guy is this guy and obviously that that's that's great that you, that you sort of had that thought process and were assessing whether I was someone to sort of contact or whatever but um I'd say um in terms of like branding and standing out I'd say one thing that's helped me is obviously being from the UK mm. it's, it's unique to do that sort do this and be in the UK and um, another thing is one bit of feedback positive feedback that I'd say I've got from a lot of people a lot of different people is um, just having an actual like they can tell that there's an actual passion for what I'm talking about rather than just doing it <clears throat> because I want to look cool or because mm. I'm making money off it or something so um, I would definitely just learn, not not making it about me but just saying to anyone that's listening like um, to learn from that find something that makes you unique whether it's you know your location your certain point of view and stuff and then also um, make sure that what you are talking about is something that you really love because people can tell and that wasn't even yeah. an intention of mine to make it seem that way I wasn't like actively saying I love this I love this like the guys just knew that that was what was up so um, definitely a couple of things to keep in mind like um, when you're sort of starting stuff like this I'd say um, just a left field question here because we were talking about podcasting uh, earlier do you think you would ever get back into podcasting? And like, if so, would you consider doing, you know, like a sneaker podcast or something like that where you, where you talk? Cause I remember one of the things that you said, obviously I, I'm reiterating what we said before was that you wanted to focus on 
you know, your stuff, your niche, you, that's where your mind is always at is doing this, but you're not afraid to try different things and you are, and we'll get into some of the newer things you've been doing recently. But I just, I was just curious about this podcasting thing. Cause I think that you definitely have a talent for that. You know, even before we were doing podcasts together, you reached out to me one time and we did like a little mini podcast style thing if you remember yeah um you know so it's it's there it's like something in your mind and i'm just wondering like have you never considered that f- for sneakers or is that something you would do or is that even in on your um list of like maybes or, or what's what's the deal there um i in terms of what i actually consume like the content i consume i'd say is it is mo- mostly uh mostly made up of podcasts so it's definitely something that i'd always be open to sort of getting back into but Mm. um i just feel like i I don't know if this translates like christian like man to man right now like am is am i doing a good job because of course when i i I don't remember anything i've said today like it's it's obviously all (laughs) been it's been fully truthful truthful and stuff and yes. you know I've, I've tried my best to stay on track but I, I feel like I'm all over the place I don't think that like this is something I can do for sure First it's something off. you can do I mean you said it best earlier when you were saying like you know like just going for things just challenging yourself and stuff like that you, you, you can do anything like I know it's a cliche to say as much but it is the reality if you want to do something you'll do it and you'll find a way to do it and you'll do it your way so, if so am I doing gen- a good job? Am I Absol- doing a good job? Absolutely, today? yes. Okay. This has been fantastic. Then I'll consider it. I'll consider it then. No, um, yeah. So, yeah, I, the the answer to your question is yes. Obviously, I would. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's obviously something that I'm, I'd be open to. Whether it would be about sneakers or not, I'm not too sure. Like, okay. Um, obviously, with the uh, jujitsu sort of. Um, you know discussion that i had um that mm. you know the 20 minute um podcast kind of thing w- yeah. would that be something that i'd be more interested in doing maybe um okay it just depends where it just depends sort of where you know my life takes me and stuff and okay. what my interests are Could, i don't while i do like sneakers like i don't think i could talk like on a regular basis for hours about like the sneakers that are upcoming because then I feel like I'd fall into the trap of what I said obviously I didn't want to do which is like just being a robot and you know saying this Jordan is coming out here and stuff like this like I'd I'd feel like I would fall into that trap whereas like if I keep that kind of stuff to like a shorter um sort of format with what with what I normally do I feel like within that I can be more creative with like how I say it like I always Sometimes I'm sometimes I'm standing up on this chair. Sometimes I'm, uh, you know, running around and playing a little character. Or, you know, like I I, I want to make that sort of aspect of it as fun as possible. But yeah, when it comes to like a uh, sort of um, longer stuff, um, probably more to do with like, uh, yeah, maybe martial arts or something or fitness. Like I've I'm I'm planning on um having a conversation like we are right now um because my one of my friends i have a friend that's uh currently doing mma like he's currently he's Aye, got like a charity nice. charity uh match coming up or something next okay. year um so i'm thinking of having sort of like a conversation with him um that will obviously be like a longer um sort of format so 
that that will maybe open up a door also um another friend that's starting the mma which i want to talk to about that as well so um i know that the door's always open i've i've thought many times about um asking like do you and aaron want to do like a little reunion or something one day i think that'd be quite cool um i, will, I would always but, be open to that by the way i think because the one thing cool th- i'll just say on a side note about that i loved about tcj was that it was all real just genuine chemistry and that's why i loved doing it and why i was so bummed when it ended because it's so hard to find that kind of chemistry with people i find because you you can't force that like either you just have chemistry with someone or a group of people or you don't <laughs> and if you yeah. don't yeah it sucks <laughs> you can't make it good mm. it just sucks so yeah i'd, I'd definitely be open yeah. to that. but yeah anyway <laughs> yeah in terms of like starting something on a weekly basis i'd probably say no at the moment but mm. um i'm definitely gonna like look into sort of doing longer form sort of uh you know like you saw today and um obviously with with those other people that i sort of i'm I'm in contact with as well i feel like i could have some you know useful um conversations with myself and with other people so when i feel like that is necessary i will do it but it's definitely not something that i'm gonna like do on a very regularly basis regular very regular basis so yeah well, the reason that I had this question initially was because uh, you very recently, within the last week or so, released this video uh, of a sneaker cooking show. Uh, you told it like <laughs> first ever sneaker cooking show. And I was like, okay, I'm interested in this. What's he done here? And it was really cool. I loved it because there were so many things. Like, one, I mean, one thing we haven't talked about actually is the fact that you're excellent at editing which was one of the reasons why you were like the Thank principal you. editor for our <laughs> podcast was because you're just so sick at that. And like many of your earlier videos like had a lot of that like OP kind of editing stuff. And I always just, that, that to me was such a big um, uh, positive about your videos. Right. And it, like, it makes sense now. Cause you said that, you know, obviously you, you have this interest in it and it stems from like many years ago and stuff. So that kind of will make sense to me now. But um, when you did this show, it had like different camera angles and stuff that you used. Obviously, you got like new camera and stuff. So you're experimenting with that. And also just the vibe of like, you know, you're, you're cooking and stuff. And it's like a genuine cooking show. Like you're talking about sneakers and stuff and you're making all this stuff and you're talking about fitness and stuff. And it's all like these elements that work and you can tell that you're very comfortable while you're doing it. And I'm like, what are the plans with this? Is this going to be a regular thing? Because I can see like guests on this. I could see so many possibilities with this. Like I'm, I was just sitting there like excited. I was like, oh my God, like what's he going to do with this? <laughs> Talk to us about this. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. You pretty much took, took the words out of my mouth. Like um, okay. obviously it was, it was just a little idea that I just, thought of like there was a few things i wanted to talk about i wanted to sort of transition the conversation from um you know only sneakers to maybe a little bit of health and fitness a little bit of um you know martial arts training and stuff which obviously you've seen in in follow-ups that that has that has happened so that 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 was sort of the main function of that is just that i wanted to sort of have a thing where i could branch everything together Mm. but with the uh with the format i you know that that is something that I want to carry on doing. You pretty much took the words right out of my mouth. I know um, it was quite a basic sort of um, I don't know. Like it obviously the cooking aspect of it was sort of like a background element to start off with, but I can definitely see um, like in the future maybe 
trying something a bit more experimental maybe um more of like a focus on that aspect as well as talking and um yeah I've, I've even thought about like i've got i've got some friends that um all, all live in like a house together i've i've thought about like um you know doing it with like a group of people and and you know setting up like a good like three or four camera angles and stuff and seeing oh, wow. like if anything okay. happens there but that that's what i mean is that like as much as i enjoy like sitting and just having a chat and stuff i, I want to be creative and everything so um I know I can do both things at once, so I just want to make sure I get a right balance. But um, that's really like that's really good that you um, you know you enjoyed that. It's good to hear, and I've had some good feedback about that. So um, yeah, no, it is something that I'm looking to continue. But um, yeah, hopefully, sort of developing it over time as well. Get a little theme tune, maybe. Absolutely, yeah. Make a little show, and also I really wanted to, even though the um sort of cooking aspect wasn't like at the forefront, I really wanted to, um, sort of bring that vibe. Um, I hate using the word vibe, but I use it now. Sort (laughs) of the cooking show. I wanted to make sure that like it had the cooking show vibe. I wanted it to be like familiar as well as like really like what is going on. But I really wanted it to be like. You know, like how you see on daytime TV and stuff, they have yeah. like the, oh, I'm chefing up this and everything. And look, you want your lettuce and cut it like this. I really wanted it to feel like that, but it, it also did. be That's very like foreign as well. It yeah, did. It felt like that, but it was cool. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the problem with those daytime shows is like, you know, it's like mm. a man going nuts over lettuce and it's like, mate, come on, it's lettuce. <laughs> yeah, I, I, wanted to sort of, I wanted to sort of play into that but also make yeah. fun of it at the same time so it was, i'm know, glad that that translated and it, it, i did put a lot of thought into like um sort of not what i was going to say but sort of like the vibe and the angles and stuff i wanted to make sure i got those right so it's good news to hear they paid off can't wait to see more um yeah. speaking of which uh, do you have plans to create content that differs from your sneaker content obviously you mentioned the stuff about the martial arts and stuff like that so we know that there's going to be some other stuff but outside of that you know you've always been a very creative person you're always kind of up for trying new things is that like are we beginning to see is, is your channel going to open up now or are we always going to stick to that you know sneakers focused thing i'm just curious from that angle um yeah like i said the um i'd say that even though it was the sneaker cooking show i think uh from that point i'd say it probably marks sort of like a uh different new phase let's call it you know a new phase two um (laughs) phase two like we're we're going to be trying a lot of new things hopefully um and you know things following that are going to give you good examples of what's uh, what's to come am i moving away from sneakers no not at all but um of course not no <laughs> we're gonna be t- we're gonna be t- we're gonna be taking it up a notch let's just say that and just trying a lot of different things um which i'm hoping hopefully i'll, I'll be able to work with you at some point again um and some other people obviously i mentioned that before but we're moving into like uh yeah we're moving into an interesting time i'd say in exciting and interesting it's exciting Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Okay. Um, outside of YouTube, um, is there anything you sort of want to get into in terms of the sneaker scene or maybe just other areas of life? So forgetting everything you've, we've covered today, like, is there just anything else 
maybe or i don't know anything else you'd like to try um i not at the moment um obviously leading up to my the you know the time when i'm doing my taekwondo sort of trial Mm. thing pretty much all my spare time is going to be working towards that um so and i've obviously got some other like academic stuff to do towards my coursework and um sort of apprenticeship and stuff so um at the moment uh, i think my plate's full enough um yeah and then i'm gonna look at from there pretty much reassess um next year probably uh but at the moment pretty much what i've mentioned today is what i'm working on yeah it's a busy man busy man yeah <laughs> it's good it's good to be busy i love being busy i think it, it's, it's good it's good for the soul if you're working you've got a purpose it's good <laughs> um yeah bringing everything to a close today uh do you have any uh, i think you sense where you you're going to but do you have any upcoming projects videos or any final thoughts that you'd like to share with us any upcoming things um no, I think I've I think I've given you know some good hints. I'd say uh, just look out for any. You'll definitely see some like longer sort of um, style things coming soon. But I'm obviously not going to be moving that far away from also doing like a you know the three or four minute crazy sneaker shouting about oh, I hate this and stuff. You know you're still going to see that, um, but there's going to be you know developments in different into different areas and and with the with the cooking and the uh the sort of podcast style stuff as well but um other than that not really anything else to be sort of uh sort of looking out for just obviously support my man christian hopefully um getting that discord it helps everyone if everyone's in there um what else just i hope that like I don't know. I, I'm I'm a bit weird. I don't like talking about myself too much. So I just want everyone who's watched this just to understand that don't look at this as me talking about myself. Please learn something. Um, learn from my mistakes. Learn from a man Christian. And I hope this has helped someone, even if it's one person, to, uh, you know, better themselves or go out and do something, you know, because life's too short. Like, with, with with what I was dealing with like this year I've dealt with um you know I've dealt with some losses some people uh you know I've had family in hospital I've dealt with you know losses in in, in every sense of the word and it sort of broke me down and uh made me you know assess my purpose what what do I want to do and stuff and it really showed me if anything and even if like skip to this point if, if you don't watch any of this skip to this point like just it's too everything's it's too short life's too short like you just got to give everything 100 percent. so hopefully even if i've blabbed on a bit about jujitsu that you might not care about or taekwondo or sneakers or something just know that like i'm out here i'm working work harder than me do more than me please like i'll push all of you just to try your best thank you for listening and yeah thanks for having me christian hey listen it's been an absolute pleasure like thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast you know as i said i've been trying to get you on here for ages so i'm happy that yeah, it's finally it's happened so long. <laughs> no it's, it's been a pleasure and i i couldn't recommend everyone listening to this whether it's youtube spotify apple podcast wherever 
please go and subscribe to Childish Jacko. He's a fantastic content creator. Really, really makes impressive stuff. And I, th- I think the biggest thing about you is, is that you're really passionate with everything that you do. And that's always been the thing that I've always really kind of admired about you. And I think that anyone that's not familiar with you sh- should definitely check you out. Because like I said, you know, I didn't have a invested in vested interest in you when I first met you because I sort of saw what you were doing in the same way that if I see like a gamer youtuber I'm not do you know what I mean if I see like they have Fortnite stuff it's like it's not for me but sometimes if you just take a risk on someone you'd be very surprised and that was the case when I first saw your content and I think that everyone should be going out there and and giving you a shot and checking your stuff out because it's excellent so yeah and um yeah so thank you very much for for appearing on the show and as i always say if you'd like to appear on the christian reeve podcast please get in touch i now have let's see a reddit uh for the podcast we've got an instagram a twitter for the podcast a discord server for the podcast there's no excuses now if you want to be on the show get in touch with me either on those platforms or with me personally i would love to have you on there we're starting to um feature businesses and stuff on the podcast now so you know, i don't know if you have like a startup or you're starting your own project get in touch with me i would love to hear from you i'd love to showcase your work whoever you are whatever you do or even if it's just you know that you would like something in particular that you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast let me know and uh yeah thank you as always for listening and until next time peace out one love see you in the next one